Bonsai Popcast, and I'm leaving that in. That's how we're starting it. That's how yeah, we're doing I can it. Tell. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike, and I'm Tyler. Did you forget your name? <laughs> no, I was pausing it's, for dramatic effect. Oh, uh, I was like, it sounded like a. And I'm your host, fuck Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name's pretty ingrained. Uh, who are you, Tyler? That's Tyler, your other host. Yeah. Uh, this is an anime and video games podcast where we talk about things and then get into anime and then video games. And we're starting now. Hi, Tyler. Hey, dude. Hey. Uh, what's hey. up? Hey. I, I don't know. We have been talking. This may be the start of the podcast. podcast. So far. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we've been talking for about a half hour before the podcast. And I keep saying we should probably just start the podcast. We finally started it. Good job, us. Yeah. We... we now we're out of things to talk about. Yeah, 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 it's all gone downhill since we pressed the the, the record button. Yeah, we, we were we were having an intellectual discussion uh, with our with our audience here as to which accents are racist and what makes them racist. Uh, we've decided that every accent is racist unless <laughs> unless it's an accent of a white country, <laughs> unless maybe you're doing Germany. Uh, that depends. I don't know about that. Yeah. I feel I like get... it still won't be uh it still won't be bad. I don't know. Kit that kid's asking if I'm recording in a bathroom. I'm recording in the exact same space as always. Do I sound like ass? There might be a little bit of an echo. Do, I, do like I sound echoey or something? It's like it's nah. not it's not bad. I can take it out when okay. in post. There's a bit of an echo. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it out in post. I'll I'll put I'll... I'll put my uh my Toru dragon behind my mic and maybe that'll help. Yeah, it already helped. I haven't even done it yet. Uh, okay, well, I'm lying. There. Okay, th- there's now a dragon behind my, my microphone. I don't know if it helps. Uh, <laughs> but what I've been, what I've had to be, do... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, for the record, everybody, I have already streamed for like three and a half hours today. Um, so I've, I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of live content today. Anyway, uh, so yeah, like I always get German and French fucked up because I, I don't have anything to to they go don't sound into. the same well they both say z instead of the you know what i mean okay so it's like it's 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 really easy to get to go from german into into france quickly like because france the way i get right so so anybody who's trying to do like a like a like a voice right generally has a a way to get into it right so like you're trying to do australian you're like that's not a knife this is a knife that's a knife that's a <laughs> knife right so like the way that i get into french is ambiogum would you like un ambiogum one okay. ambiogum right but and then the way that i get into german is i pretend that i'm hitler having I was a good about to say do you go the hitler route <laughs> i pretend that i'm hitler really enjoying his dachshunds He's like, oh, look, it's a little dachshund. It's so cute. I just want to hug and kiss the little cute dachshund. Oh. Right. And go, uh-huh. come here. Look, it's a little dachshund. Oh, it's your poops and whoops. It's so cute. But then that kind of like went into like, yeah, I got a little Borat in there at the end. Yeah. So, uh, and where's he from? Yugoslavia or something? <laughs> He's from like Tajikistan or one of those countries. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I don't remember. Dude, like that shit fucks me up so hard. Like I was always really good at geography. Uh, uh-huh. When did you take geography? I Sixth grade? I don't know. Okay, we took it in seventh grade. Um, and I did really well until we got to like the Middle Eastern the countries that kind of exist. <laughs> like... <laughs> What do you mean they kind of exist? They're they're there, there, but nothing happens. You never hear any news about... What does that mean? Because Hawaii never has any problems, it doesn't exist half the time? Like Schrodinger's Island? What? Okay, uh, Stan countries. Oh my god, I don't even know what's going on. Nothing happens in like... By nothing, I mean like our news doesn't cover what happens in three-fourths of the world. Okay, so there's Kazakhstan... Which is uh-huh. huge. That is a yeah. giant, giant fucking country. There's uh-huh. Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was right. It's Kyrgyz, Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, I think Kyrgyzstan is it. Tajikistan, and they're uh-huh. all next to China, but they're uh-huh. not like they're not they're not Chinese, and they're above right. Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iran, um, and the Caspian Sea. They're 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 east of the Caspian Sea, which again, okay. like, what the fuck is Caspian Sea? Sea, and then there's it's I, a sea. <laughs> I mean, is it a sea? Is it connected? Yeah. To, what else would it be? Well, I don't an know. ocean, well, a lake, also the, like the what a puddle. There's, there's the Black Sea too, right? Or is that the Dead Sea? There's the Black Sea. There's the Red Sea. There's the Dead Sea. There's a lot of seas, dude. All right, we're going back into we're going back into geography here. What is the difference between a really big lake and a sea? Uh, salt water. I don't think so. Okay, what about like Salt Salt Lake Salt Lake City in, in Nevada or in, in Nevada in Utah Salt Lake Utah? It's a lake. Uh, Full of salt. Yeah, and it's a great what Salt Lake. Is the difference between race and ethnicity between Catholic and Christian? Thanks, Google. Uh, <laughs> Catholic and Christian is easy. Guilt. What's That's the difference between? Oh, I think I feel like a lake has to be completely uh surrounded by land I, I i'm not looking it up yet i think a lake has to be completely surrounded by land it's completely landlocked and i think a sea has to have an outlet to the ocean but i could be wrong all lakes have an outlet um, to the ocean it's just a really long outlet no right sea has a direct outlet to the ocean whereas lakes do not that's dir- that's the difference a direct outlet so so basically like what no underground water basically uh i guess yeah because i mean all lakes yeah, flow on. into the ocean i learned this from tlc i think Hold on. I'm a bit with uh, you. Yeah, my the the dragon that I put in front is making it hard to read. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. I don't think okay. it's helping either, so you can move it. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna remove Toru from behind the microphone. Okay. Um. Yeah, I what I need to do is I need to put some shit up behind. I'm in like a corner, and it's just it's it's an echo chamber, and not not the shitty kind on social media, the shitty kind in my room. Mm. Um. Well, what so, is a river? Ekum, if not a lake dick. Okay, so a lake is a stagnant body of water. What? It doesn't it doesn't show it doesn't show seas here though. This is what I'm saying, dude. Nobody can agree on this shit. It's the same it's the same conundrum with hills and mountains. Seas are different from lakes because they are not enclosed by land. They have a relatively bigger volume of water and are usually connected to a wide open ocean. Seas are undoubtedly deeper compared to lakes. It is a continuous stretch of salt water. Tell that to fucking Lake Tahoe. So I, I think I think a lake can be either uh, saltwater or freshwater. I think a sea has to be uh, saltwater, also. Okay. 
So not all lakes are saltwater, but all seas are saltwater. I believe so. Okay. But stagnant. So so they're saying that all lakes are stagnant? I already don't believe that because I've been to many lakes that have inlets and outlets. Like, that's the whole point. Is there are lake some is- lakes that are treated as seas, though. Like the Dead Sea and the Caspian Sea that's are lakes that are called seas. But they're treated as seas because of their size. It's so big that from whatever angle you look at, you can't see the opposite shore. So it's all bullshit. That's what we learned today. You just break the rules whenever you want. Geographers. It's also bordered by several countries. It's also what? Also bordered by several countries. I'm not saying that all lakes are like, or seas are like that, but uh, that is saying, it is saying that. Yeah, that's true. And then the Dead Sea, like something else. But yeah, like, I guess, I guess lakes could be. I've been to the Dead Sea. I've floated in the Dead Sea. Did you? I would never go in the Dead Sea. I feel like, wait, no, isn't the Dead Sea like sterile as fuck because of all the salt that's in it? Yeah, it's salty as all fuck. Yeah. It, it's like it's like being like on the moon. Like you step in and in the water pushes up against you cuz you're cuz it's so buoyant from the salt. That's weird. <laughs> Dirk says I can't wait till we do history with Mike and Tyler. Uh Tyler's actually technically a certified historian, I believe. That's true. I I I mean, I don't know how you get certified as a historian. I have a degree in history. That's how you get certified as a historian. You are. I don't bachelor, think that's true. You're a bachelor historian. Yes, I, I have a bachelor degree in history with a minor in education. There you go. Uh, so I can teach you all the things that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if he remembered it, he could teach you. Yeah, that's true. I, I did a, a, it wasn't a dissertation, but I did something that was bigger than a paper on South Africa, but I don't Ew. remember what. Well, I, South I, I had to take just not a fun place. Like, or was it South Africa? I don't remember. I, it was it was a pro seminar. That's what it was called. I had to write like a twenty plus page paper on a specific country in Africa. I thought it was South Africa, but now that I'm thinking more about it, I don't think it was South Africa. But I don't remember what it was. One of these podcasts, we should just do a idiot's guide to history, where we just tell history. I like it. But don't fact for check like, anything. <laughs> like from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. <laughs> like from the Big Bang? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> one, like once upon a time, God farted, and then the world was like a shit stain that came out when he gophered a little bit. Yeah. Dude, the, the, oh my God. We, we're going to get into so much shit if we continue down this, down this fucking rabbit hole because, I, like, creationism is so whacked. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, dude on, okay bro. next time next time we go to san diego there's a creation museum what yeah yeah it's not in san diego it's outside of san diego but down in southern california there is a creation is a creationism museum that you can go to that attempts to explain how creationism is the true uh history of how the world was created dude, california is fucking weird my dude i know I lived there. God. And LA is getting the... Okay. All right. I was going to tell a joke, but I need to preface the joke with the fact that I don't think that anybody should get the coronavirus. It's really terrible what's going on. It's horrible and it's awful, but LA is definitely getting smited right now by... (laughs) (laughs) By whatever powers that be, because, oh my God. Uh, But yeah, like... uh, Turned out to not be that funny of a joke. But yeah, California is so fucking dumb. Like, when I used to call... Like, I, 
So you're from California. I am. Born and raised and no longer living. So you only experienced the California syndrome from being inside California. What it's like growing up in the rest of the country is everybody is like, I'm going to graduate high school and I'm going to move to California. That's literally what every single fucking other person in, in the entire country says, unless, you know, they're close to California. Right. They well, because the, there's this, there's this thought that California is like the promised land. Like it's it's like Zion for people who want to not do anything. Yeah. Um. When, when in reality, it's Zion for people who want to not do anything and have a fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah. the only parts of California that are good are the coasts in the southern in Southern California, and to live there, it costs a, a dick load and a half. Yeah. So if you move to California with this idea that you're going to be able to, like, you know, live where you want to live on your regular nine to five job, uh, good luck unless you're, you know, like a programmer or something. Yeah. And you, you pretty much have to be a programmer because those are like the only you're either going to become a star, which you're not going to become a star. like like it, people just don't become stars anymore. Like if you go and you look into your favorite pop idols background or something like that. Their mother, father, uncle, grandfather, somebody was already in show business. Or I, Jewish, yeah. Yeah, same thing. Uh, like, <laughs> Half the time. The Cohen <laughs> brothers, I looked this up yesterday, are both Jewish. Their last name's Cohen. Yeah, but it's spelled weird. It's C-O-E-N. Yeah. There's no H. I know a lot of Jewish Cohens. Yeah, so do I, but it's always C-O-H-E-N. Oh. Yeah, no, it's always C-O-E-N or C-O-E-N-N weird yeah whatever anyway uh, the point is is that like you know most most people who are famous have relatives that worked in the industry i mean like kesha for instance yeah like they they have connections yeah kesha's mom wrote songs for like dolly parton and stuff uh kesha wrote songs for britney spears before she became kesha yeah wasn't taylor swift's dad like stupid connected and like super rich he was super duper rich um taylor swift i believe is from connecticut their family's out here with me ah. um in fact uh devin's dad used to go sailing with kevin's or kevin smith oh my god taylor swift's brother in rhode island um so yeah Weird yeah stuff. And, and if you if people go sailing if they own a boat then they're rich as fuck that's what <laughs> owning a boat is literally the sign that you are rich as fuck yeah if you own it's a like boat owning in new 18 england, horses yeah yeah if you own a boat in new england you are rich as fuck dude like yeah. if you live on a lake if if you if you fucking live anywhere near the coast in new england you are rich as fuck because that land has been claimed since the country was founded you know, right. you aren't just like you aren't just showing up on the New England coastline like you got to fuck. Not only do you got to buy your way in there, you got to then get yourself into like the gated ass communities that line our entire coast. You know, like right. <laughs> there are not many public beaches out here. Um, mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's it's been a consistent problem. But anyway, New England politics aside, uh, our world is still crumbling around us. Um it's 2021 it's 2020 part two i think i think that's so far yeah so far um 
very interesting. I like I almost wanted to put this off until tomorrow. It is it is currently Tuesday, but then I thought, hey, uh maybe we could do two bonsai podcasts this week. I feel like we oh, you know, I feel like at the very least we owe people. Um, I still haven't gotten the second one out on uh Patreon or not on Patreon on YouTube yet. I gotta make yeah, a thumbnail. Fine. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> YouTube is like a secondary place to listen to it. I would much rather have people listen to it on the podcast platforms, but you know. Oh, I I agree. Except for more than half the people listen to it on YouTube. YouTube, Yeah. Uh, But anyway, the the point is, thank you for listening to the podcast. However you listen to the podcast. Um, But yeah, so like tomorrow, I believe is inauguration day, correct? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow we get our first female vice president. Go ladies happy for yeah, that, happy that's for very that. exciting yeah. she's the first of many things she's like first uh female vice president first female vice president of uh of, of multiple descents because she has uh many different uh heritages within yeah. her she's a racial s'mores cookie yeah pretty much she like it's kind of like when people are like oh the american dream kamala harris is kind of the prime example of that mm-hmm. you know yeah i was talking to my grandma about her Mm-hmm. My grandma's not very into Kamala Harris for whatever reason. No. Uh, I mean, the only reason I would see not to be into Kamala Harris is because she was a cop. Yeah. Uh, but then my grandma said that she wasn't a cop. She was a DA. So I don't know if she was a cop or if she was a DA now. And I haven't bothered to look it up. Uh, but, you know, whatever. She could be the first female president if Biden ends up kicking the bucket. Yeah, that's true. Um, DA and cops working. Ten- well, that that I know. Um, but being a cop and being a district attorney is still very different you know what i mean like being out there on the streets like dealing with cops and their fucking swagger dicks you know what i mean like i feel like if kamala harris was a cop and a female cop she's like dealt with like a lot like being a female cop ain't great you know what i mean it's kind of like the same thing as being a black cop you're kind of expected to be a cop (laughs) you know (laughs) which is which is like i mean you know cop are are generally i am generalizing here but they are generally authoritarian kind of fuck boys you know what i mean so it's like you kind of you have to fit in with them because they're like a little like club cult whatever if you will uh sources say that uh she put trans women in in male prisons so maybe kamala harris isn't that great a person but then again kind of depends on like where you know, when that happened, you know, I mean, like trans rights are still a thing that are progressing through. I'm not saying that it's okay, but I'm saying like, you know what I mean? Like in, in 2002, like they didn't look at, at transgender people as transgender. They looked at them as, as trannies, you know, like, like, uh, crossdressers basically, you know, and they, so it would, it would make sense that she, they, she would have thrown them in male, in male prisons, but I don't know. It, uh, it, it all defending. depends on stuff that we don't know the actual details of. Yeah. So we should just stop talking about it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's not okay. One way or another. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So interesting, interesting thing, Ty. I watched this uh, documentary on crack. Uh, the other oh, day. dude, you want to get into drugs? I have so many drug things to talk about. <laughs> right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay uh so so yeah i watched this i watched this documentary um i like documentaries a lot and i watched one on crack it was on netflix um mm-hmm. now i already i already kind of knew 
about the crack epidemic through like my own research and like other podcasts and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of people think that it was a CIA conspiracy to basically demonize and destroy, uh, you know, inner city black communities. Um, But it's so much more interesting than just that. Like, so obviously like the eighties Coke was really big. Um, it was, it was seen as like this glamorous drug, right. That only rich people can buy. And honestly, it's still kind of seen that way, except it's not really seen as glamorous anymore. It's kind of just seen as. Yeah. Now it's just expensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now it's just expensive and for like tweakers. Um, and like I, I've done cocaine one time. I think we might've talked about it in, in a bonsai podcast before, but basically it was, it was, it was against my will and under the influence already of LSD. Uh, and I did it in order to make sure that (laughs) the guy that I went to this party with didn't do any more Coke and I wasn't planning on doing it. Uh, and I tried to do the swipe, you know, like the, the snort swipe where you, where you just kind of brush it on the ground, but I got some up my nose and it just happened to be like this, like really fucked up, powerful cocaine, um, that like this guy had been backpacking around America. Like, I guess he takes this tour every year where he follows this party circuit from California to, uh, Massachusetts and basically like loads up on cocaine in Tijuana. Anyway, long story short, I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, I've never done it again. It's not my kind of thing. It was really fucked up. Uh, Like instant heart pounding in your chest to the point where you think it's going to explode and you're going to die. Just not cool. Uh, Yeah, it's always sounded like I've never tried it because it's always sounded like absolute shit. Uh, And also, like, I'm not a fan of snorting literally anything. That's fair. Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, you can shoot it. You could shoot it right in your neck. I've seen that. On, yeah, uh, I don't want to do that either. Uh, anything, anything that goes in my nostril or in my veins, I'm not down for, man. <laughs> it, what, what was that show? Uh, have you heard? Have you heard about the guy who injected uh, mushrooms into himself? No, I'm sure he died, right? No, but he almost what? killed himself. Well, yeah, it's not supposed to be in your blood. Not, not in the way that you would expect, though. What? The mushrooms started growing in his cells. Oh, that f- that's fungus for you, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> he almost killed himself because he literally injected mushrooms that started growing inside his body. He became don't, a mushroom. Don't do that. There's a reason that you ingest them. It's because your stomach stops that from happening. <laughs> that, and you're supposed to digest the, yes. the stuff well, no, that gives you the, the food point. poisoning yeah. that is the trip, right? Like, yeah, psilocybin that becomes something like psilocybe or something. It, it's something very similar. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he shot don't... mushrooms, dude. He shot... Yeah, he shot mushrooms. Well, wonder, you don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Boof, if you boof mushrooms, if they'll grow in your ass like anal warts. <laughs> Never shoot fungus. Don't like you know how cheese is 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 mold. Don't don't shoot that either. Just eat it. It's good. Don't shoot anything ever. Unless you yeah. are a trained professional or you're a diabetic patient. Like, yep, that's for, that's a good rule of thumb in for general. For fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it shouldn't anything, be that hard. Anything that is going to take a second to hit your heart, <laughs> don't do it yourself. Just don't. Like, <laughs> like, the heart is a powerful muscle, but it's also very sensitive. And if you fuck mm-hmm. it up, you're going to die. Like, that's just, that's just what it comes down to. So, anyway, cocaine. Um, 
you know, cocaine is weird because it like it'll give you like trails and stuff, and it's very strange. But I can tell you about one instance where um, I had been drinking. Uh, and I, was, I was pretty drunk, but not like I wasn't like schmishmoofing. You know, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. know, I mean when I say schmishmoofing, like when people, oh, yeah. you go to the bar, you sit next down to the, uh, sit down next to the wrong guy, and he's like, ah, schmishmoofing, 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 That's schmishmoofing. I wasn't, I wasn't anywhere near that. Yeah, and um, and then you hope that you can leave without him noticing. Yeah. <laughs> Or he just pisses himself. I, I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally sat next to somebody who just pissed himself. It's like, it's ridiculous. I sat down next to a guy in Dunkin' Donuts who pissed himself. And he was surrounded by beer cans. I didn't notice until until he got up afterwards to go to the bathroom. Uh, but he was just surrounded by natty ice. <laughs> like, on the ground. Like He's just drinking. Jesus. He's just pounding natty daddies in a fucking Dunkin' Donuts, dude. It's, it's never, it's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I went to, after after we left the bar. I was invited to this house party. Um, yeah. And at the house party, everybody just started doing cocaine, right? So everybody in the party is in one room. They're all doing cocaine. You know, offering it to me. I'm like, nah. I, I I was like Nancy Reagan told me to just say no. Um, right. so, so I wasn't doing any cocaine. And then when it like kicked in for all of them, which happens pretty instantaneously. It, yeah. It's like five minutes in. <laughs> yeah. It was like time slowed down for me because they sped up. Right. And it's like when everybody around you is that sped up, you feel slow. It is fucked, right. dude. It is fucked. Like I, I literally, it felt like in my ears, like things went, Ew. And then yeah, it, well, it, it's, I it's like it, it's like everybody else is thinking four times faster than you are. Yeah, especially when you're you know? drunk because like you're you're slowed down anyway, kind of. But right, like, you, you're on a downer while they're on an upper. Yeah, and they're all fucking talking at the speed of light. Every single person there is having a one-on-one conversation with somebody else across the room. <laughs> so it's just so loud. It's so loud and so fast. I started to get sick, so I had to leave. I was just like, that was so fucked up. I just like went home. Cocaine is one hell of a drug. So so anyway, so uh cocaine is this this very expensive, you know, thing for rich people, right? And mm-hmm. then Richard Pryor, who who was a very famous black comedian in the eighties, uh lit his face on fire trying to freebase cocaine and it, it was a it was a big thing and everybody was like what is freebasing i've never heard of freebasing before and i'm gonna try it now <laughs> well, well what freebasing actually means particularly with cocaine like you cannot just smoke cocaine you can't take powdered cocaine and smoke it or at least you're mm-hmm. not supposed to because cocaine has a base right so right. in order to freebase it you need to free the cocaine from its base Right. Yeah, it's basically a chemical reaction that it will detach it exactly. from what it from what is it is uh chemically melded onto to make it a powder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you do that, you get crack. Which crack is some, like like 400 times stronger than cocaine. So that like crazy euphoria that you're supposed to get from cocaine, that intense feeling, that crazy feeling is is multiplied. Let's just up it by 400%. Yeah, exactly. Right. So crack is this new drug. 
uh, and, you know, people had realized that, like, you know, people don't want to cook the crack themselves, so they start selling it already cracked in Little Rocks, and they're selling mm-hmm. the Little Rocks for, like, five, ten bucks a hit, mm-hmm. right? And it's a new drug. The police don't go into inner city, like, areas like Harlem, the Bronx, you know, South Central Chicago, like, uh, Compton and L.A., so it's a free market. Just every anybody who can get their hands on crack can sell it as much as they want. Fun fact, two-thirds of all people who smoked crack, white. So you have all this traffic from the suburbs coming into these downtown inner city areas, and they're all buying crack off these guys. And it's like within a month, kids who were wearing their older brother's clothes are all of a sudden fucking millionaires in the 80s. Because they've just been hustling crack, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you start getting, like, the gang violence. Because, you know, all of a sudden, these guys need to, like, fucking, like, they need to arm up. Because all of a sudden, the business is becoming more tight, right? Like, not right. any, not not anybody can just sell crack in the corner. This is my corner. You know, this is where I sell. Like, you got to stay out of here, blah, blah, blah. So, like, right. you know, this there was is my turf. Exactly. So, you know, that's where this gang violence came in. And then there was like just all this stuff started happening. And then like a couple famous people died from crack because apparently you can die like on the first hit or something like that. Obviously, you'd have to have some kind of prior health problems or something or overdose or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's like it it basically was this media sensationalism that happened around crack that like demonized black people and then they turned on black moms right and that's when this whole crack baby thing came out like crack Mm -hmm. baby is not like a joke term it's a term that the media actually used right and this is all from that documentary that you were talking about right yeah yeah Yeah, that's what i thought so just i just wanted to clarify because it's been a minute since we mentioned that you watched the documentary yeah yeah (laughs) so so uh the the interesting thing about about the whole situation with the crack babies is it turned out that only like 2%, 3% of these babies that they were calling crack babies or babies that came out of women that were addicted to crack had any cocaine in their system. Mm. It was all marijuana and alcohol that was badly affecting the babies, not the crack. Right. right? So, so all of a sudden like black moms are fucking evil and they're all crackheads. But here's the thing, right? When a drug like that shows up in your country and becomes an actual epidemic, you got to mm-hmm. ask the question. What, what's, the, what's the question, Ty? Ask the question. I'm supposed to know what the question is? Yeah, just like, okay, so, so, so this drug shows up. Hundreds of thousands of people are getting addicted to it. It's ruining, it's ruining communities. Like where did it come from? Where did it fucking come from, right? right. That's the question. So- Ronald Reagan, president of I knew the United it, States, uh, when she came into office, Ronald he, Reagan, father of crack, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> honestly. So when he came into office, uh, he was all about backing uh, the Contras, right? So I'm sure you've heard of Contra, a very popular NES game uh, series of games. Um, yeah. But where the word comes from is Nicaragua. Uh, so there was originally a democratic government in Nicaragua or something that was okay with America or whatever, but then it was overthrown by Marxists, right? And that okay. pff, can't have communism that close to America, my dudes. 
it ain't happening right so you know we're still in the middle of yes the Cold over War. in africa it's too close yeah exactly <laughs> so so our government started uh supplying and paying for uh nicaraguan guerrilla warfare soldiers called the contras mm-hmm. but then congress was like this is kind of fucking dumb you know what i mean like like they have a government and and we're supporting terrorists basically uh mm-hmm. and not winning and <laughs> wasting money and like all of this stuff we're not doing it anymore it's over we're done we're not we're not fucking helping him out anymore but reagan was so fucking dead set on this shit he came up with a plan so here's here's the plan tyler you ready? and as we know reagan's plans have all gone exceptionally well <laughs> reagan's plans are best plans so <laughs> reagan's plan was to secretly sell missiles to iran and then use the money to fund the contras under the table okay so we gave all these missiles and, and heavy weapons to the middle east and then took the money from that and gave it to the contras and then we let the contras do whatever the fuck they wanted including dropping millions of kilos of cocaine across the country (laughs) so the nicaraguans are flooding america with cocaine which then americans are turning into crack which are then being funneled into the inner cities which are then begin being consumed by two-thirds majority white people and it's all black people's problem right and then and nancy reagan's well yeah so here comes nancy fucking reagan (laughs) with her anti-drug right just say no just say no right so you have these people in the inner cities that are hooked on this drug that is like the most addictive drug ever made it's turning people into people that they 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 don't recognize themselves anymore other people don't recognize them people are like giving up their kids people are fucking doing horrible things like just sucking dick for crack like that the whole the whole like idea of like i'll suck your dick man like that comes from fucking crack because people are so desperate for it like it was a thing that Mm -hmm. was happening um and here's nancy reagan like just say no when her fucking administration is the one that's supplying all the cocaine to a fucking america that's keeping this problem happening right so that gets better (laughs) so i mean it had to how could it get worse right (laughs) right so so they make a new law and you know any anybody who knows anything about american law is it can take years to turn a bill into a law they did this in a month they decided they had to crack down on crack right so in a month they wrote up a law and they they signed it into fucking law or they wrote up a bill and they signed it into law and what this bill did was make having any crack equal to having like a hundred kilos of cocaine yikes so if you which have, like that that that's like dealer like status you know yeah that's that's asinine that's that's a class a substance dealer offense Right, like you, you are going to jail for a long time. Yes, or maybe, maybe it was a kilo of cocaine. It doesn't really matter. Anything between a kilo and a hundred kilos, you're fucked. You know what I mean? It was a ridiculous, mm-hmm. ridiculous amount of cocaine that one crack rock was equal to. Right. Right. So what does this do? This doesn't hurt the dealers any more than the dealers were already going to be hurt. This hurts the people that are addicted to crack. 
Right. It changes nothing for the people selling and everything for the people buying. Right. And who does America think is only buying crack? Fucking black people. Because right. they're the only people who have been vilified by the fucking media for selling crack, being on crack. You got the crack baby thing, you know, people going after black mothers. So the fucking even though, again, to 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 say one more time, two thirds of the people that were doing crack were white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So uh, during a gang shootout, and I think this is what got the law signed in signed as quickly. A cop died during a gang shootout. Mm hmm. So after the law was signed, the police flooded the fucking streets, dude, and arrested everybody that they possibly could. They it, this and and it was made worse in the early '90s when Clinton signed some act into into law that basically militarized the police. So Clinton was the one who was like, "All right, we're gonna get, we're gonna give them fucking cannons, we're gonna give them fucking tanks, attack helicopters, all sorts of shit like that." Clinton is the one why is the reason why police force have that kind of equipment, right? So they took all this equipment and just they were like mowing down crack houses, dragging people out, throwing them in jail. Like this one woman was like, "I went to jail six times for crack." I asked, I told them I needed help, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, can anybody help me get off crack? Like, I don't want to be on crack. I don't want to be in jail. I don't want this to happen. And I nobody... want to turn my life around. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody helped her. And and this was something that happened for all of these people. It was just like, it just turned into a way to arrest fucking black people. And it, it just, and in, because of this, because of this from 1980, to now the population of prisoners in America have gone up from 300,000 to 2 million. Yeah. Simply because of this, which, which is like what a, uh, hold on, like almost a 700% increase. 700%. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So thanks Ronald Reagan. And also Ronald Reagan was the first person to say, let's make America great again. <sighs> If I never hear that again, it'll be too soon. I know. It's just like, so I'm ridiculous. S- it doesn't right, so, it doesn't even cover the like his policy on AIDS, dude. Like that's a I mean, whole another it, it doesn't cover his policy on anything. Let's or be economics. Real. Like, yeah. Reagan's administration I don't understand how Republicans can possibly tout him as a hero. He was a celebrity, uh, bro. Like that's I know. Was, come on. Have have you ever heard uh uh robin williams's uh reagan set no i i i think it's if you can find it i think it's when he did his show at the met um and he has an entire part on on ronald reagan it's pretty fucking funny uh i i'd look it up if you can yeah Yeah. i'm sure if you type in robin williams reagan it'll it'll come yeah i'm sure it'll pop up yeah it's probably really famous Uh, it's fucking funny uh, but anyway, I, the reason that I wanted to talk about drugs is because I have new drugs that are not drugs, but they're kind of drugs, uh, but but they're legal. So it's totally fine to talk about them. Okay. So basically, uh, my my girlfriend bought me a uh, a Christmas present, and it arrived, you know, uh, like a week ago. Right. As, as they did this year, 2020 right. part two. Right. <laughs> so she got me what is essentially... Uh, Legal liquid drugs. Okay. That are the most bougie shit ever, but they're really fun to try. 
Uh, so they're called kin. So if, if you type up, I think it's kin euphorics. Yeah, kin euphorics. Uh, the website will pop up, but they're oh, essentially God. these things. Yeah. So you, you when should you look say up the legal, website. do you mean legal in the way where they haven't been made illegal yet? I I don't think there's anything addictive about them, and it, at the very least, they're not illegal. But they're all like natural too. But I I don't know exactly what I'm drinking when I've tried them. Healthy, uh, calming nutrients, caffeine, Kim Dream Light Nightcap, Bliss Bundle. <laughs> <laughs> you see what i mean so so what these things do i, I have two types there there is a daytime one and there's a nighttime one and i've tried them both uh at this point and i actually have them in the room so i can take them on the show and then we can see by the end if i act any different <laughs> um, wait what you've taken them already yeah yeah i've tried them both okay um yeah, I but, mean, but i have them I have them with me right now, and I and I can I can measure out. I have a measuring thing too, so I can measure out a dose or two. Take it right now, and then we can see if I act any different. While by the end of the show, they are expensive, dude. They're stupid expensive. Tyler has a drug scale. If you mean by a drug scale, I have a jigger that measures shots and two shots. Then yes, <laughs> I do have that. Um, because because it's liquid. But basically, let me read you the description on the bottle. Okay. Uh-huh. The soul of the party. The future of revelry is in our hands, crafted from balancing adaptogens, replenishing nootropics, and nourishing botanics. Ro- high road. It's called ro- high road. Uh, you can buy it and not Amazon. road like. It's it's not it's not road like R O A D. It's road like Rhode Island. High road sparks conscious connection in social gatherings after dark. Simply shaken to awaken. Add mixers to taste and serve over ice. Kin invites all to rise into the night and take back our morning afters. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, isn't that the most pompous thing you've ever heard on like a drug thing? <laughs> yeah. The nighttime is better, actually. Uh, it has the same start with the future of revelries in our hands, and then it it uh it it changes with uh down here. Uh, Dreamlight, that's the name of the nighttime one, is tonight's last sip of delight and tomorrow's first step to restore. Shim- simply shaken to awaken, mix with oat milk and serve warm or chilled. Kin invites all to enjoy a sleep journey as sublime as our waking one and rise to morning's possibility. Oh my, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I'm looking at these products right now. I, I'm, yeah. on, I'm, tech, I'm on Cosmopolitan now. I'm checking a, a review. So uh-huh. somebody traded booze for Kin for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kin Spritz as my go-to beverage throughout the month was a really good workday cocktail. I took full advantage of the fact that I could drink it to keep me cruising through client projects into the evening without worrying about a hangover the next day, then get right back to work the next morning. I still put a, I still pull a spritz from the fridge when I have a tight deadline to deliver on. If you like bitter things and mixing elaborate Instagram-worthy cocktails, High Road is the sour hour, social hour option for you. If you like sweet spice liquids and cozy night ends, Dreamlight will be your nightcap into gooey bliss. In terms of price, at least in Brooklyn, the Euphoric Bottle's 500 milliliters are about the equivalent of one of my fancy bourbons, about $39. That said, the Dreamlight feels worth the splurge to me. The Spritz, on the other hand, is pretty pricey, so you might want to wait for a deal or save up to try these relatively untested underlined carbonated waters <laughs> for yourself. So have you tried, so you have tried them. I've tried they- them. I've tried them both. 
Um, so first of all, I just I just want to the the day one came with a cocktail uh, card for like how to mix a drink. I just want to I just want to read what you should put in here. It says to gather two ounces of road of high road, which is the drink, uh, half an ounce of lime juice, uh, one and a half ounces of tonic water, optional edible glitter. Ew. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, so I've tried them. Uh, they're kind of neat. <laughs> yeah? I particularly like the nighttime one. It says gooey bliss. Yeah, I um, I think one of the reasons I slept 11 hours last night is because I took like a double dose of the nighttime stuff and then put weed oil on top of it. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was out like a fucking light, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> Oh boy, but I think what I'm gonna do is I, I have some raspberry lemonade here. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dose of the uh, the day stuff. Okay, and let's see if let's see if we can hear me pouring it. No, you can't hear that. I can hear the clinking. Yeah, you can hear the clink. All right, I have I have two ounces of the stuff. I'm gonna pour it into my uh my lemonade. It's like super dark. It's almost like purplish black. If you hold it up to the to the light, it's definitely purple. Uh, but you let me know how I am acting by the end versus how I act now, and we'll see what happens. Actually, I'm going to take a dose and a half just to make sure that we really get there. What? Tyler the hero. <laughs> Tyler the hero. Hero dosing on the podcast. That's how we do it, dude. It's, highly it's, it's completely legal, and it's very, very expensive. I, I think both bottles total is like 70 bucks. Uh, more than that. <laughs> I was on their website. The shit was like 150 oh, it's like 80. bucks. Yeah. It's like 80 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Kit says it sounds like race tams and ma- modafinil. Uh, <laughs> I've done acid before and said similar stuff. <laughs> no hanger. <laughs> it sounds like modafin- <laughs> modafinil. Modaf- modafinil. Uh, Dirk says I'll stick with psychedelics and uppers. <laughs> <laughs> Kit says Raffle, I like you, Dirks. <laughs> Dirk says thanks, Hart. <laughs> Good, good. We're so all... yeah, that, that's been my uh, my interesting uh, drug experience lately. Is that my girlfriend, knowing me and what I like, was like, "Hey, look, liquid legal drugs. Tyler will enjoy trying these." And she was very right. Interesting. Because uh, I, mean... I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I have like an unhealthy obsession with new drinks that I haven't tried. Uh, like if there is a new drink in the grocery store, I will buy it and try it that day because I I need to know what it tastes like. I'm so interested in drinks that I haven't tried. And that's partially why I want to go to Japan is because they have so many fucking drinks of different weird flavors. True. And I want to try them all. Honestly, that's what uh, I, that's what I did when I went across the country. I, I always stopped and got a new soda that I'd never mm-hmm. heard of before. I don't drink soda at all anymore. Uh, but back then that was a lot of fun. Uh, so what yeah, is this exactly. called again? Kin? Kin euphorics. Kin euphorics. I want to see, I want to see what are new tropics. The 30. Can it I don't know what new tropics are. It's all like... It's an herbal tonic that contains... Yeah, euphoria it's all herbal, herbs. organic stuff. Promises to transform your next night out. We talked to the founder about how it works. See, I'm interested in like when this starts making you shit blood. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> my own co-worker's trial with Kin. I'm shook, she said. It really does give you a buzz. Was enough to keep me interested. As was the ingredient label. The brand's uh, high road, $39. 
contains a calorie-free blend of adaptogens, botanicals, and a class of ingredients entitled Nootropics, N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C-S, a buzzword I recognize from recent conversation with a few different leading wellness experts. You're going to learn more. Quickly set a meeting with co-founder. Okay, uh, time room. Yep, 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 yep. What is this stuff? Got to dive into the science of nootropics. Uh, there are kind of <laughs> any kind of substance that enhances enhances cognitive function in a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> what an uncertain description. Uh, the term was first coined in 1972. Uh, according to his original classification, a substance can be defined as a nootropic if it meets the following criteria. Enhances memory and learning. Helps the brain better cope with stress. Protects the brain from physical and chemical injury. Improves the way the brain fires commands. Possesses few or no side effects. Yeah, see, that sounds good. And I can tell you right now, I, I drank a fourth of that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I already feel a little something, like in my brainium. Interesting. I mean, that's just the joy of podcasting, Tyler. That's I yeah. I think you're right. That's normal. It's it's a high that you'll never experience anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think that we might want to switch news and everything else <laughs> to have this be the latter part of it. Cause like we started off and we were like, this is an anime and video games podcast. And then we turned around and we're like, fuck in geography, uh, boof things, drugs. I, I love that. That's exactly how we started. I love <laughs> that. We say that it's anime and video games. And then an hour later, we haven't gotten to them yet. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, I love it too. I'm just concerned that I like it's hard to get audience feedback on the on the Bonsai Popcast. Uh, I guess we'll see how it goes. <laughs> hey, people who are watching the Bonsai Popcast right now, please, if you're watching on YouTube, comment and let us know if the way that we do this is okay with you. Okay. Do you yeah. like the fact that we say that it's an anime and video game podcast, and then we get to that in the last 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Now that we're an hour in, <laughs> add us on Twitter. <laughs> that would also work yeah uh but then again like it, it, see we're already fucking up we're already fucking up our 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 demographics because the people who are already an hour in are the people who are going to listen to it no matter what the fuck we do so maybe i will okay okay here we go moment of silence Hey, everybody, before we start this podcast, I would like you to add us on Twitter and let us know if you think the way that we conduct this podcast is good or bad. And by that, I mean when we talk about bullshit for an hour and then go into the meat, or would you rather us start with the meat and then talk about bullshit? Just just tweet at us and let us know. That's at bonsai underscore pop on Twitter dot com. Thank you. Okay. Back to back to back to the show. Nice. I'm gonna well cut, done. I'm gonna cut that and put that in the front. Okay. I like it. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna leave it in the middle too, so that they hear it twice? I will. It's like yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do they What do they call that? Um, it's a cold open. It's a cold open. No, 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 no. Meta. That's what it is. Okay. Ah. So. So I. <sighs> free shipping ships within six to ten days. Are you are you gonna buy some? <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, That's awesome. Sponsor. I'm I'm curious what you think. I really I would buy. I don't know if I would buy the daytime stuff again. The nighttime stuff, I'm all about. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, okay. So I like. I mean, it's worth the, it's worth the eighty bucks just to try out. I would say. 
Um, I mean, if you think so, I I thought it was an excellent gift. Uh, I would never have found it myself. Arrives February 4th to 12th, man. We're going to be back to work at that point. Yeah. Damn. I wonder if there's a way to... You can't get it on Amazon? That is on Amazon. Um, Oh, really? They they don't have, like, priority shipping or whatever? uh, Not on Amazon. Fastest I could get it is February 2nd. So let me see if I can, like, actually... Uh, Yeah, I see. I see. I see. Do they not have their own website? They do. Yeah, it's Ken Euphorix. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Ken Euphorix. Okay, I want to see. I, I want to see what they're by now. One hundred and fifty dollars, fifteen percent off. But yeah, dude, I have been wanting to talk to you about this shit for like two weeks, and I've been holding it for a Monty podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Well, while I buy, quote unquote, legal drugs. Tyler, why don't you tell me about your anime week? Thank you for waking me up. Yeah, dude, I've been watching anime. Have you? It's yeah, I've, been, I've watched so many things. Like, so I am up to date now on ReZero, uh, Promise Neverland, uh, Doctor Stone, and I watched all of Inland Saga again. Oh shit yeah all right so i I've, I've been doing anime man i've been doing it okay well all right so let in the spirit of last week when we cut our video game topic short why don't we each pick one anime thing to talk about and then do a longer video game section okay i like that idea uh just because it's the only one that's not happening this uh, th- this cycle, I guess. I want to talk about Vinland Saga. Also, it's the only one that I have more than one episode to talk about, you know? Right, right. Or two episodes, I guess. Like, Promise Neverland has two episodes, but whatever. Maybe it has three now. I'm not sure. Anyway, Vinland Saga is so fucking good, dude. I, I, I had been wanting to rewatch Vinland Saga for a hot minute because I'd been playing Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, and, you know, they, they both involve Vikings and stuff, and I was like, I'm, in, I'm into the Viking lore right now. I want to, I want to do more Viking stuff. Right. And I, I didn't really remember exactly what happened in Vinland Saga. Like, I, I remembered, like, the main characters, like Askeladd and, and Thorfinn and whatnot. Uh, but I just wanted to get back into it and see if it was as good as I remembered it. As I remembered it was. Right. And two minutes in, I was like, this was the best idea I could have had. That fucking anime is so engaging from the very start. And it's so interesting. And I'm so surprised because, like, when Mike and I have been talking about uh, what projects we want to do, you know, with, with the new uh, with with the new way that we're going to do videos and whatnot, Mike was like, I'm not really interested in uh, doing Vinland Saga. And that blows my mind because it's so interesting to me. I mean, it is good. I like, it, it's it's definitely a good anime. Of course, I, I didn't finish it. But, um... <laughs> But like it, it is, it is good. Like I do, I do like the anime quite a bit. Um, you know, I just, I just kind of, I guess there is more history to it with like them going into like, especially their trek through like old London or uh, Britain. You know what I mean? Well, it's like there's a ton of history in terms of like what actually happened when the Vikings raided England and when the Danes raided, uh, uh, you, you know, j- just Britain as a whole. Essentially, uh, you know, there's there's historical characters like Ragnar and Canute and stuff like that. Uh, but more interestingly to me is just like the 
real interesting uh, character breakdowns that we could do regarding the idea of revenge and trauma and fatherhood figures and stuff like that with Thorfinn essentially losing a father and hating his new father figure, mm. but being unable to kill him for various reasons, mainly because of hate. Like, he, he's so hateful of Askeladd that he can't kill him. Right. <laughs> if that makes sense. He gets so angry that he loses his mind to the point that he's not able to be the warrior that he actually is, which is, like, he's an insanely good warrior. <laughs> That's true. That's true. At age 16, you know? Right, right, right. And also the whole idea of, uh, you know, this kid essentially having to fight for survival from the age of six onwards. And what that changes a a very happy and, and loved child into. I don't know. There was, like, so many things that I saw that were just so interesting to me. And then there's a whole section on, like, what love means and, and how it defines God and stuff like that. And, and that was really interesting, too. There's just a lot in there. You're right. You are right, Tyler. I, I don't know. It was just... Uh, you should, do, I'm, I'm not, I'm you should not write a script that, on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might. I might actually write a script on it. Like... You should. It's it it's is very really good really things. good. It's yeah. really good. It, it's animated by Studio Wit, mm-hmm. uh, which if if you don't know what studio it is, it's the studio that did all of the Attack on Titan seasons except for the last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and nobody wanted to pick up Attack on Titan because they did such a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people, I don't I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but people are complaining about the final season's animation. Oh no, I haven't said they always fucking do that. It's it's everybody always complains about the animation like when when shit changes. You know right. what I mean? And I get that. It's like like I don't think it's as as like neck breakingly out of place as it was when Harry Potter got a new director. You know what I mean? Like like so sure. the, the first two Harry Potter movies were very like spot on with the book. Like the kids, they wore their robes. Everything was like, you know, it was how it was described in the book. And then when Harry Potter three came around, they were like, Oh yeah, they're just going to wear like street clothes under their, you know, Hogwarts robes while they're in school. But like any other time they're, they're just going to wear street clothes and like look like chill lads and lasses and whatnot. And it just kind of like broke that. It broke that feeling. Like if you're going to a private school in London, you're going to wear a fucking uniform. You know know what I mean? It it was just, it was just dumb. They were just trying to make it cool for, for the kids and shit. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, cool by Ron wearing his sweaters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his mom's sweaters. Fuck yeah. Yeah. His hand-me-down sweaters, most likely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also like highly recommend Vinland Saga. It was, it was good. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of blood. It's kind of one of those ones where no one's safe as well. Like people will die that you don't expect to die. Um, yeah. Um, people, people will die that you don't expect to die. People will make decisions that you're like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there's some things that it's like, you know, if you watch like the show Vikings or if you played, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or if you're like, you know stuff about Vikings, Vikings are fucking tattooed to shit, you know? Mm-hmm. They have face tattoos and stuff and they have tattoos all over them. I have not seen a single tattoo on a Viking in that entire show. Yeah. You know, so, so like, there's some stuff like that that's a little, like, ah, you, you don't talk about that. And, like, they don't really go into uh, 
the Norse gods that much. Like, like there's some swearing on Odin and stuff like that, but they, there's no, like, religious ceremonies or anything like that, which is fine. Uh, it focuses more on the Christianity side of it, if anything. Well, yeah, I think that's when it took place was, like, when Christianity was coming in, like, fucking that kind of stuff up. Because they're not... They're Danes, right? Like, that's the whole... And Dan- uh, well, the the main character is the son of a Jorm Viking. Right. And the Jorm Vikings were essentially the elite of Viking soldiers. Yeah. Um... And Vikings were essentially Norse pirates. <laughs> yeah, or just Norse people, because <laughs> they were all put, like, unless like unless they were women, but like that's how they survived. Well, basically, was yeah, like during the so summer the months. So the show, the show defines Vikings as pirates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they um, were, right? Right. And and uh, not all Vikings. Well, not not all Danes are Vikings, but all Vikings are Danes. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, but isn't where are the Danish from? Or where are the Danes Daneland? from? Daneland? <laughs> They're not from Daneland. Okay, I, well, I'm looking it up well, right well, now. So, so Danes can be a multiple types of people. Like you can be a Dane from Norway. You can be a Dane from uh, like any of the yeah Denmark. Like Dane was a more generalized term. Right. Well, that's why I kept calling Luthia Viking, because I keep getting the Netherlands and Denmark mixed up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a friend from Denmark. Um, right. Yeah. Denmark. Uh, Denmark be. Well, wait, wait a fucking second here. Let me check this map. Let me, let me, fucking stupid. We're European waiting. Maps. We're waiting on Mike to read. OK. Viking homelands, Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Where is. Where the fuck are the Netherlands? Netherlands. Okay, let me let me see where the Netherlands are. Excuse me. That's where Amsterdam is. Well, yeah, I know that, but I don't know. Oh my god, Netherlands on a map. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Netherlands. It's where it's where the legal shrooms are. They're the uh, so the Netherlands is the taint of Belgium and Germany. <laughs> oh, so the Netherlands are southwest of. Denmark. Yeah, so, they're they're part of like the main uh main Europe, you right, know. Right. Right. Well, technically Whereas, De- Denmark is too. So Denmark like is like it's like Germany's boner. I believe. <laughs> okay, let me let me do- let me double check this. Okay, Denmark. But, but Norway is up north. Yeah, it's right. fucking cold and shit. Yeah, and, and more importantly, the the right across huh? the sea from Denmark. Right. So it's like right there. Like Norway and Sweden are right there. Like right. Denmark could easily be part of Sweden. But, but the main characters from or the main character from Vinland Saga is from Iceland. Right. Cuz they ran away. That was Cuz they ran away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Dude, Iceland's a wacky place. Yeah. Like how like what like Anyway, I, I think the point is is that uh, I might write a script on Vinland Saga at some point in the near future because I'm really into it right now, and I think there's a lot to say on it. Uh, and if you haven't watched Vinland Saga, would highly recommend it. I've also heard, although I haven't read it myself, that it's almost a shot-for-shot remake of the manga. Okay, nice. So then- I, I, if you like stuff that is like very, very you know true to the main source material, this is a good one to check out. Well, you're going to have to read the manga, Ty. I plan to. Okay. 
Yeah, so for me... Also, the OP fucking slaps. Yeah, the OP is really good. (laughs) So for me, uh, my main anime watch this week was I revisited Castle in the Sky with with Devin, um, which is a Miyazaki film from the early 90s, I believe. At least that's when I think it was released in America. Um, Castle in the Sky. So, So... Castle in the Sky is an interesting one. Um, I can I consider it like one of Miyazaki's big three from like my generation. So it was like what what would be those big three? Yeah, Kiki, Totoro, okay. and Castle in the Sky. Um, okay, because Castle in the Sky was also one of those ones that was like shown on TV sometimes. Uh, mm. So it was released in Japan on August second, nineteen eighty six. So I guess I guess it was technically. Oh, all right. So it was released in nineteen eighty six in Japan. Um, let me see. Uh, it doesn't say when it was released in America. Um, uh, but, by the way, just just an update. Definitely feeling buzzed right now. I, I you definitely seem a little bit buzzed. You seem a little bit. Up. Yeah. You seem like yeah. you seem like you're feeling up right now. Yeah, I, I, I just realized I'm like, I'm all buzzed. I'm feeling a little <laughs> like fucky. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so interesting. Uh and I'm halfway through. Well, there you go. So yeah. oh, so funny thing. So I did purchase whatever these are. Um I uh-huh. purchased them on the website because I figured like why not? I'm probably not going to get them for fucking ever. It said like five days to ship and then 10 days to fucking get here. So yeah, I'm still looking at the same time frame. Uh, But when you buy them on the website, it tells you, it asks where you heard of it. Um, So I was like, podcast. The Bonsai Podcast. And then it was like, which podcast? And then I was like, I typed in Bonsai Podcast. So if for whatever reason you want to try this bullshit, uh, Tell them you heard about it on the Bonsai podcast until you start <laughs> leaking blood out of your asshole. Dude, uh, let's let's get a kin sponsorship. Sponsorship for this <laughs> this ridiculous thing. Um, also, uh, blame Alpha Sigma for my buying this because without him, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> so, uh, but it will be an interesting experience. So yeah, which if like, we haven't mentioned today, Alpha Sigma is our top patron. That's, <laughs> yes, that's true. Alpha, Alpha Sigma uh, pays us a ridiculous amount of money for one person. Um, great guy. We 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 love we love Alpha Sigma. So okay, so the Disney dubbing looks like it was done. In, it says 1988 to 2003. I don't know when the dub was made, but the cast is really good. So main character is James Vanderbeek, also known as the Dawson um, from Dawson's Creek. Uh, mm-hmm. Princess Sheeta is Anna Paquin, who is pretty famous for her role as Rogue in the original X-Men movies and as Sucker from True Blood. Um, Mark mm-hmm. Hamill is the bad guy. Awesome. Uh, Andy Dick is in the movie, which uh, I guess that makes it worse. Um, <laughs> but uh, did you know, just as an aside, did you know that Mark Hamill was originally uh, what's his name in Yakuza? Uh, I can't think of his fucking name. It's got to uh, be the Mad Dog. Yeah, 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 the Mad Dog. Uh, fucking, I don't, I can't remember his name right now either. Somebody, somebody help us. <laughs> somebody help me. I feel Majima. so bad that Majima. I... Majima. Yeah. Mad Dog Majima. Yeah, yeah. Gora Majima. Yep. Yeah, uh, that is perfect. Um, now that yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> the only person he doesn't remember the role at all. 
apparently what people oh. have asked him about it. he's like i don't remember doing that <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like i was i was taking a lot of kin at that time <laughs> i was really i was really up on kin that yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it so so castle in the sky is uh is a miyazaki adventure film about uh this young boy who like lives in this mining colony um you know most people like live in this crevasse uh everything's kind of connected by trains and then a young girl falls down from the sky uh she was going somewhere but she was attacked by pirates she has this magical necklace thing that keeps her like when she falls she floats before she hits the ground and obviously you know it's called castle in the sky or laputa castle in the sky there is a castle in the sky she belongs to some of it adventure ensues it's a good movie um, it's definitely not one of Miyazaki's best, uh, but I like it quite a bit. I have it on Blu-ray. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, it is it is like an absolute classic of his, um, even though it's I mean, when when you're dealing with Miyazaki films, you have so many things to compare. Just within his own existence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you have things like Princess Mononoke, uh fucking nausicaa in the valley of the wind porco rosso like things as weird as arietti and uh you know um the the dude has a portfolio yeah whisper of the heart you know like it's hard to compare all of his works but like uh i don't think it has like the same kind of staying value that porco rosso or whisper of the heart does um but it's it's better than arietti uh, most things are better than Arietti, in my in my opinion. I know I'm probably going to get lambasted by that from Arietti stands, but like, still, uh, definitely recommend that one. Um, now, quickly, let's talk a little bit about the Patreon. So, guys, uh, we have we have some big stuff planned uh looks like like tyler's thinking about stuff to write we're, we're thinking about working on multiple projects at one time um so for those of you who might be tuning in and we're highly disappointed that we didn't talk about a lot of anime this time i recommend going back and checking out other bonsai podcasts uh we're in a bit of a weird spot right now as far as like what we're doing but um we are we're changing it up yeah yeah we're changing it up so so this is a, a podcast um spun off of a youtube channel youtube is our is our main business that's what we do uh but that business is funded primarily by patreon uh we have a big community kit says we are 48 dollars from our 6k stretch goal now that sounds like a lot of money it is a lot of money but remember everything is split completely even between tyler and i um and you know we also have families and girlfriends and stuff like that um who i believe are more or less like we're kind of we're we're the paycheckers for for the most part uh yeah my my girlfriend is going into coding school in about two weeks exactly so So, you know there's like this is this is how we live more or less uh we we live to entertain you and to to be with our community and and it's great uh so what this has afforded us the ability to do is work on more ambitious projects. And this is the first time that anybody's hearing about this except for Tyler. Uh, but I'm thinking the video that I want to do when we, for coming back is I'm going to do a big piece on interstellar five, 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 which is a compilation of music videos by Daft Punk that were all anime 
um, and they were all done by Toei. And it was a really like marvelous project. It was something that helped me get into anime um, and really like solidified my love for Toonami um, and Daft Punk in and of itself. And I am going to have a lot of fun with this project. Part of what I'm going to do is I am going to remix the entire uh, album of Discovery. So I'm going to learn how to play all the songs and then I'm going to uh, play them and re-record them so I can use them on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And, and the more that I've thought about that idea, the more I'm like, this is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about it and I'm really excited to finally be able to make music. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm Kit is asking if I need drums. I'm, I'm down for drums, dude. Like I can send you bear tracks if you want to play along to them. Like, I, I just think it's like a cool idea. I would love to send some to Kid Icarus, see if you'd want to play some drums behind, like just kind of like turn it into like a big project. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Daft Punk is that, uh, their music is so incorporative, you know, like you could add a saxophone in there and nobody would blink. You know, you could add Dude, strings. If you need a tambourine, you let me know. <laughs> Tyler, the Jewish tambourine player. Or, or or maracas. I can play the electric triangle too. Nice. Kit says she just bought that album on vinyl. That was, I think, one of the first vinyls that I got, if not the first. I think I got that and I got Sinatra. Um, and then I, then I grabbed uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. So fucking figure me out. Try it. Uh, so anyway, so... <laughs> that this is all because of of patreon and um you know the bonsai podcast is completely supported by patreon if it wasn't for patreon we wouldn't be able to do this because believe it or not it costs money to make a podcast uh not that much money but more money than more money than willing to pay (laughs) yeah more money than most people would be willing to pay to you know to to make a podcast so um you can become a patron or you can thank our patrons for for this podcast if you like it. You know, if you don't, maybe you can blame our patrons for it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird segue. <laughs> it was just it was a weird it was a weird silence. <laughs> I think you were waiting for me to say something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kit says she can take tank complaints. Anyway, uh, so. Yes, if if you want to support the podcast, if you want to support the channel, if you want to support future artistic endeavors, um, I mean, there's all sorts of things that we're planning on doing with with this bonsai pop IP that we have, um, and you know our mascot, and it, the the sky's the limit. Yeah, it, it's not going to be just a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like it, it already is not just a YouTube channel. It's already so much more of a community than that. Yes, but that that is the road that we're going down it's not just about the videos right and honestly it never has been but even more so it's going to be an experience that is is not just on youtube tyler's tripping right now (laughs) i'm fucking i'm seeing lights dude (laughs) yeah so there's trails (laughs) so yeah um just thank you to our patrons and uh hopefully we'll see you the listener in our patreon community and like the the other thing i want to get across too is like i listen to other podcasters you know what i mean i listen to them talk about their fucking patrons and shit like that same you know they might be right they might not be right uh but i'll tell you i've never been enticed into somebody else's patreon um let me tell you that like i'm not fucking around like if you join our patreon 
you will immediately be invited in. Like people will immediately say hello to you. They they will make you feel like you are part of the community right a fucking way. It's not going to be awkward. You're not going to feel like you're going to have to lurk. Like the second your name drops in that Discord, people are going to be at you saying hello, welcoming you to the fucking cult. It's going to be a good time and you're you're going to enjoy it and you're going to make friends. And that's that's yeah. the most important thing, I think. You got a 90% chance of me saying hello unless you come on at like 4 a.m. Yeah, don't come on at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh also kit says we have hoodies and we do we have merch teespring.com slash bonsai pop might be bonsai underscore pop i don't know but uh anyway let's talk about some video games yeah you want to you wanna go first? What you been playing? What you been doing? Oh, man. What haven't I been playing? Uh, a lot of things. But I've been playing other things also. Uh, I, I've been... Man, I'm feeling it, dude. I can tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I finished Ratchet & Clank. The, uh, I think it was the 2016 remake, mm-hmm. I want to say. Uh, I don't, did I talk about this last time or is that on a different podcast? Yeah, we, t- we talked about it a, a little bit last time. In fact, that might have been okay. your like major video because I, I think we only chose one. I, I think last time I talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. So so you beat Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I beat Ratchet and Clank. That's just a fun game, man. Like if you want to, it, it can be like kind of hard at times, but mainly it's just like fucking around with funny guns, like like guns that turn people into sheep or pixelize things and make them eight bit. Or, you know, like, shit like that. Or, or, like, a disco ball that makes everything dance, including, like, tanks and shit. If you've never seen a tank breakdance, play this game. What the fuck? Really? I, I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's awesome. It's nice. fucking great. Uh, I got it for 20 bucks at the local game store. Support your local game stores. Uh, and, and I had a great time, but it probably only took me, like, I don't know, maybe 10 hours to finish. It's pretty short. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was it was definitely marketed as a kid's game when it came out. You yeah. know what I mean? It was it was supposed to make tickets for the movie, basically, from what mm-hmm. I remember. Did you ever watch the movie? No, I didn't. Dude, why didn't we do a Ratchet and Clank, the movie killed me video? We should have done that back in the day. We should have done that. We can do a viewing party of the of the movie at some point. <laughs> I mean, on Treesicle. <laughs> We're, no, I'm I know, but I'm just saying we could do it here too. <laughs> I'm good with I'm good with, like with watching that shit. I think it's got <laughs> well, mixed reviews. We'll we'll do that'll be a two viewing party week. We'll we'll do uh the Arutsuka Doji four hour session, and then we'll do Ratchet and Click as a palate cleanser. <laughs> <As a> palate <laughs> cl- <laughs> good idea. Good ideas uh, all around today. But yeah, so I, I've been playing. I played that all the way through, and that that was a ton of fun. Um, and then I have started playing, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay. Isn't Divinity, uh, di- so, so let me give you my impression of Divinity, because I, n- I never sure. played Divinity. What I understand about Divinity is that Divinity is, you play as a cop, like, quelling a rebellion, basically? Uh, no. Okay. I, I definitely wouldn't put it that way. Okay. What is the divinity um, and how is it? So, so first of all, I, I'm playing the second one. I think you're talking about the first one. I don't know. Um, where you are a source hunter, I believe is the term. Okay. Um, which, which is kind of like a cop, but not really. I mean, it, it's essentially D and D, but a video game is what it is. Okay. Um, 
where you have a party you start out with two people you as you go around and find quests and, and find stuff you gain up to two other people and you can trade out your party for new members as you find them the only person that you really have to keep in your party is your first dude um and everybody has different skills and stuff so you can find like you know magic users you can find uh uh you know crossbowmen or, or bowmen or uh like rogue guys Those knights magic. clerics paladins like you know you name it and really? then they have like like in between people like you can be a witch i think you can be a wayfarer uh you can be um a a, a shadow blade i think is one of them like there's so many different types of characters that you can find and play as i thought there was guns in that game no it's what? all like medieval. Oh, okay. Wait, this is yeah. Divinity Two. Yeah, both of them. I played the original too. Oh, okay. All right. What the fuck was I thinking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Hmm. <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, so I, I've been having a good time uh, playing through the the second one. Uh, the second one's definitely better than the first one in a lot of ways. Um, the the main thing that Divinity does that I think turns people off to it is that it's kind of hard to get out of the starting areas for both games. Right. Um, in in the first game, it dumps you into a city where basically until you level up to like, I don't know, level 10 or something, you can't really leave the city. And there's not a lot of, like, like you can, but the game's like, do you really want to go out there? It's not that good of an idea. You know, it does something like that. Uh, until you get to a certain level. And basically you have to find quests to, that will help you level up, and most of them are not combat based. Oh, uh, yeah, so, that's so kind of that, like the uh, the Majora's Mask. I feel like that's a lot. A lot of the reason people put down the Majora's Mask is because getting out of Clock Town for your mm -hmm. first time is such a bitch, right? Um, so it, it's I would say they did a much better job in Divinity Two of that. Like you immediately start out, the tutorial has combat, and then as soon as you get to you, you're the second one is sort of. Uh, like Skyrim-y, where it's like, ah, oh, you start in, in, like, a jail, but the jail's an island, so you can roam the entire island because you can't leave the island, you know? Hmm. Uh, but uh, but it's still a jail, but there, there's actual, like, good combat scenarios that you can find, and there's also ways to, like, avoid combat if you want, depending on the choices that you make. Nice. Um, so I, I've been enjoying that one a lot uh, so far. Are you playing as anybody specific? So the the thing that's really cool about the second one is that there are uh character you, like when you make your character you can make a completely new character that's whatever race you want it to be etc or there are specific origin characters that are pre-made that have storylines in the game and you uh, can play as them. Wow, that's that actually is kind of interesting that yeah, they allow so, you like that's like from the way that you explained it that sounds like actual role playing. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so so like my primary character, I believe her name is Sabil. She is a any uh, oh an elf that was forced into slavery, and she's basically an a slave assassin. Like she kills people for her master, but against her will because she has this mark on her cheek that allows her master to control her brain. Um, okay. and she is. She got purposely captured after she somehow broke the spell from the, the scar on her cheek. She purposely got captured to go to this island so that she could find the person 
who made the mark on her uh, skin to essentially interrogate and then kill them to find the original master. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. And there's like that. There, <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah, there, there's a, a lizard dude who's called the red prince who essentially is like, depending on what side you look at it on, he's either like the prince of an entire people that has been dethroned or he's like an insurrectionist that's trying to overthrow the powers of the lizard throne or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, it's, if you'd like D&D, which I do, uh, and I have D&D later today, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, Hopefully this kin doesn't, like, fucking drop you to the ground after it's... Oh, dude, I'll just keep drinking it through, <laughs> through that. <laughs> It'll be great. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, if you like D&D, it's basically a D&D video game. It's very, very cool in that way. And, and it's, like, it's turn-based and stuff like that, and they have stuff where, like, if you're a magic user or if you're a crossbow or, or ranged user and you have the high ground, you get ex- you get extra damage because you have the high ground. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we uh, like, well, yeah, but it, but, it, but to have it in the game is really nice. And, like, uh, if yeah, you are cool, a, a rogue... Yeah, if you are a roguelike person... um. And you you get backstabs. Your backstabs always do critical hits. You know stuff like that. Nice. So it's it's very very cool. You can do a lot of stuff with your characters. You get a ton of freedom in how you form your characters. Uh, so it's really really nice. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. Also, Kit says Divinity. It's what Dragon Age was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you've been playing anything else? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Payday 2 a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 you were talking about that. I, you might have, I, I, all my, all our podcasts are getting, are getting fucking We've been doing a lot of talking. in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with uh, a lot of people in our Discord. I've been playing with, uh, uh, Rainy Eckham is one of the people that I've been playing with for sure, mm-hmm. uh, who's listening right now, but we, we've been having a lot of fun doing a lot of, like, stealth, uh, like stealth style payday things where it's like, how can we rob this massive bank without getting caught? You know, that sort of stuff. Are you like creating and, games within games? No. Oh, oh, it's like actually like that's the objective. It's, it, a lot of the uh, heists that you do, you can do either quietly or loudly. So okay. you have the option to do it quietly and completely stealth and not get caught. But if you get caught, you are going to get flooded with cops. So what what we've been doing is is putting the game up to the hardest difficulty, which is called death sentence, and then trying to do the uh, the the heist without getting caught. Because if you do get caught on death sentence, you're gonna die. Right. Like the cops that they throw at you are like fucking splinter cell ninjas. Like they they're insane. <laughs> It's literally Sam Fisher just coming in and wailing the sh- like the shit out of you. Nice. I actually never I never played Splinter Cell back in the day. I do. I, I like, love I do Splinter Cell. It. But that was like one of those PS2 games that was like constantly fucking like shoved up your ass by GameStop. It was like anytime mm-hmm. you looked in a used bin, like there was always like yeah. 37 fucking Splinter Cell games there. Um, on the topic of video games, before I forget. Uh, yeah. So you know, you know, Yimfa Y M F A H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually found another channel that's pretty similar to his, uh, mm-hmm. except <laughs> it's like done by somebody I could only 
ex- like only describe as Grant's weirder cousin. <laughs> Wait, what what channel is this? It's called Mitten Squad. Mitten um, Squad. Yeah, okay. Mitten Squad. Uh, two words. And this guy does ridiculous playthroughs. Uh, like like his newest video was, "Can you beat Skyrim as a Disney princess?" And like he does like challenge videos like that. So the whole the concept behind that was like he wanted to create a character in Skyrim that everybody falls in love with and he will lead an army and never fight for himself. So like he, you know, he modded out the game. <laughs> he cheats more than Yimfa does. Um, okay. Where like Yimfa does everything legit besides breaking boundary. Like, like Yimfa uses in game. He, he breaks the game within the game. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't mod it. This guy, all. this guy does, he does both like, and he'll, he'll just be like, like it's like halfway through the video. It'll be like, it turns out you can't beat the game without, like, you know, or whatever, <laughs> but his voice is grant deep. It, you know, like it's, it's like grant, but mm-hmm. it's like, Oh grant my, I, I'm with, listening to him right now. Yeah, it's, it's like grant without a nose. And, yeah and, like but it'll it's funny because like when i was listening to it it was first i was like i fucking hate this guy's voice it is so bad but then he like acknowledges it sometimes because he's uh-huh. always cracking these quick jokes uh because he actually narrates it so he cracks these like quick fucking jokes like old uh story you never knew videos so like they're so funny sometimes and like um uh, he's like you know, one time he's like, I turned this person into a pile of goo that made him look like I sound, <laughs> you know, like the world's largest <laughs> pile of mucus. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a fun channel. I benched a bunch of his videos. Uh, so if you are into like challenge videos, Mitten Squad is another good one. Um, like I'm looking at a video of his right now. Can you beat Fallout 4 without spending any caps? He does do a lot of Fallout, um, but he also does like other games like call of duty and stuff like that where he just he comes up with ridiculous challenges one of the ones he came up with this year i guess was can you uh beat all five wii sports games at the same time uh (laughs) so he went out and bought five wii's five copies of wii sports five small monitors and then taped a bunch of wiimotes to himself (laughs) and tried playing all five games at the same time (laughs) Uh, and considering the amount of money he spent on that video versus the views it got in comparison to everything else he does, it, he, it was kind of unfortunately a waste of his time. That's but too bad. It was fucking, it was funny, dude. Um, that, that sounds interesting because I, I love him for his content. Have, have you ever watched uh, Iron Pineapple? Yes, yeah, I've watched. That's actually how. Uh, isn't that how we found Yimfa in the first place? Was that's how I found him? Yeah, yeah, because Iron Pineapple does the like the like trolling videos and stuff online yeah, dark he, souls yeah he does like uh he does a lot of funny online dark souls stuff although recently he's been doing like reviews on souls like games uh, okay yeah a lot of people like devolve into that once they run out of souls content they're like yeah maybe people yeah. will like if i do souls like games and everybody's like no we don't <laughs> no dude people love it really well so he he doesn't do souls like games what he does is he searches souls like he, he he basically goes on the steam goes into the search bar types in souls and then sees what comes up oh, okay and then he'll review like eight games that you've never heard of okay in a row 
Right, right. And sometimes the review is like, this game's shit. Don't buy it. And then it's just on to the next one. I think I think I've I might have seen a couple of those videos, uh, to be honest. They're pretty good. Like so, sometimes it's very funny. Yeah, I think I saw him try one that was like uh it was all physics based. So like all mm. the combat was physics based and it was just like it was like really fucked up, but like the concept was kind of cool. This is mm-hmm. this is why I hate the YouTube homepage, because I'm looking at this video of a cute redheaded girl playing the Mortal Kombat theme on a Bozuki 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 and I really want to watch this fucking video. <laughs> 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 fucking fuck the YouTube homepage. This shit is just right now t- right now our, our YouTube homepage on my side is Philip DeFranco. Yep. Braille skateboarding, mm-hmm. which I again, you said that you don't watch them. They keep showing up. No, I watch Braille all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love Braille. Mitten Mitten Squad now cuz I just went there. Uh-huh. In Innuendo Studios, because we watched one video from his. Oh, no, you've been watching his stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I keep, I keep getting sucked into his fucking videos. What, I what feel about like I'm being Spawn Wave? Spawn Wave? Uh, I watched a Spawn Wave video yesterday. I, I know, I actually know Spawn Wave. Um, we hung oh, out okay. at uh, Too Many Games. Two, God, was it two years ago? <laughs> yeah, it's been so long, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Spawn Wave's cool. He Well, the Atari VCS just came out. Mm. Uh, so if you're in the retro scene, I'm sure that you may have heard about the Atari VCS, but it is a fucking joke. Just like I knew it was going to be. <laughs> oh my God. Atari coming out with a video game console in 2020. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are like, you serious? This is fucking KFC's time. Yeah. Like, so, so. Yeah. All right. Let me just talk about the Atari VCS. All right. So Atari. Yeah. Actually Atari. The video game company was like, yeah, we're, you know, we want to put out a console to compete with all the other consoles or some shit like that. And uh, everybody was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds dope. Like, we're old school gamers. We love Atari. Like, first of all. No, you don't. No, you don't. Nobody loves Atari. <laughs> Atari was something that you were stuck with when it existed. Um, all right, Kit. Thanks for hanging out, dude. I appreciate you. But yeah, uh, fucking atari was something you were stuck with as a kid because you didn't know any better it's like it's like it's like eating shit your whole life and then getting to try a hamburger like yeah of course you thought shit was good because that's all you had you know what i mean i'm sure i'm sure some shit was better than other shit but like like atari is just atari is just poor ports of games that you could play play in the arcade or just shitty games like that's just the way that it fucking goes yeah (laughs) well not even that it's like even the games that were good on atari were like not that good like i had an atari when i was a kid uh like i thought it was interesting when i was a baby because i mean you know that, babies think anything is interesting. yeah exactly jingle like, keys in front of them they're like oh yeah, it's, it's like, like kin but for my face yeah it's like yeah i like asteroids uh would i rather play a 2020 version of asteroids with updated graphics better levels enemy design all sorts of stuff like that instead of the triangle on the screen that is atari yes Yes, I would much rather play Asteroids that looks good and feels good and plays good. Um, so they made this like GoFundMe or Kickstarter or whatever the fuck. And like Wait, design- Atari did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to pay for their own fucking con. Like they're not going to put out a console if no one's going to buy it. You know what I mean? So so this- they were going to make Atari hotels. Well, I, aren't they? Are they not doing that anymore? I don't know. Probably not with the pandemic. Mm. Actually, now's probably the best time to do it. Buy up all that land that uh, 
people are eventually like like once this is over landlords are going to kick everybody out they're not going to be able to get any new tenants they're going to have to sell the property just put up atari fucking hotels all over the place with that sweet ass atari vcs money so anyway so uh they they started a kickstarter kickstarter got funded and you know they were basically like talking about the specs of this machine yada yada and like basically this was years ago man this was like 2018 earlier than that i mean pat the nes punk's been talking about the atari vcs forever so like it finally came out it's out now it's done right so the Uh system excuse me the system costs 300 fucking dollars oh my god why i don't know and and it doesn't come with a controller. The controller What? Yeah. The controller costs sixty-five dollars. So there's two controllers. There's the Atari joystick, you know, like the old school one with like the uh-huh. the button on the top and the button on the side. You can get that. Sixty-five dollars. Or you can get like Atari's gamepad, which is also sixty-five dollars. Uh, as far as I'm aware, not Bluetooth. Has to be wired. It comes with a, a proprietary fucking micro usb cord right so it's not even USB C. it's a micro usb just like a playstation 4 and xbox oh. controller we know those suck they're all jiggly wiggly they fucking fall out like half they the really time. are uh, the cool thing about this proprietary one is it's notched so the insert for the usb uh, micro usb goes like into the controller and mm-hmm. the fatter part of the of the plug is notched so it notches into the controller obviously that was designed so it wouldn't wiggle around or anything like that but the problem is is that you can't use other usb or micro usb cords for it right so if you lose that cord you're fucked yeah unless you have a really skinny one that will fit in between there and then it comes with this atari flashback whatever inside of it like pre-installed it's got like 19 games like I, like like a Nintendo classic, right? Right. Except for like, how many games do you have uh, on uh, like for free from like the Nintendo Classic era on Switch now? Like fifty, hundred, uh, yeah, something like that. You know, uh, I mean, as long as you pay for uh, Switch Online, which I'm pretty sure I've right. been paying for ours for like three years. <laughs> oh, really? Like the the group one that we have? Yeah, yeah. I I don't even know who's on it anymore. I know we had like a family. I, I'm run, still on it, and I've forgotten to like collect from everybody for like the past two years. But whatever, <laughs> it's like thirty bucks, you know. For yeah, all these yeah. You, you, it's like thirty bucks for a family plan that holds like eight people. Yeah. <laughs> um. So get eight friends together and stop paying like the one person thing because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's thirty dollars for the year. Yeah, especially considering what you get from Nintendo Switch Online. Like, you can't play any of those fucking games online. Don't tell me you can. Smash sucks online. It sucks. <laughs> you know it sucks. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's still so bad." You get. I don't want to get used to lag, bro. Like, don't fucking <laughs> don't make that okay. Like, it, it's like it's like when people are like, "Yeah, Je- like Jeff Bezos deserves to have all that money." It's like, no, he fucking doesn't. No, man. he doesn't. He could give everybody a million dollars and he'd still be a fucking billionaire. Like, no, no, no. Smash is not good online. There's no way to make it good online. And the only time it's ever been good online is from people modding it on the PC. And every time people do that, Nintendo fucking takes it down because they are Nazis. Nintendo is just Nazi in Japanese. I swear to God. (laughs) Anyway, 
fucking so so the vcs comes with this atari flashback mode or whatever again it's like 20 games but it's atari games dude fucking atari games like like those aren't worth anything i could fucking slap my dick on a keyboard for a half an hour and make an atari game (laughs) you know i I don't like for fuck's sake you know i'm fucked up that should not be as funny as i thought it was So, so then you also have a gaming streaming service called Ant TV or something like that. Ant Stream, Ant something, and it allows you to stream games. Uh, but again, you're streaming like Mortal Kombat One. Uh, y- you know these these quote unquote arcade classics, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's a subscription based service. And again, it's like I got a free uh fucking what's that thing what's that google i got a free google stadia uh yeah yeah and that thing can play sniper elite 4 perfectly 60 fps high graphics streaming through a google chrome uh, thing on the tv you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like that's what I expect to be streaming is these high, these high processed games, you know, not right. fucking Mortal Kombat one, which I'm pretty sure I could plug a potato into a fucking microwave and play it on the fucking screen of the microwave. You know what I mean? It's like somebody's probably made doom on a microwave. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. And then, you know, it comes with a bunch of streaming services. So it's like, uh, you, you can have Verve on there. You can have Crunchyroll. You can have Amazon Prime, et cetera, et cetera. You can also go to the store and buy a fucking Fire TV stick for 30 bucks and have all of that and not have to mm. spend $400. This, this actually reminds me real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do want to watch Vinland Saga, it's on Amazon Prime, which means that everybody has it because who the fuck doesn't have a Prime subscription? Exactly. Yes. And I mean, I think you can still watch it on Amazon Prime without a Prime subscription, with just with ads. With ads? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I believe so. I think anything that's free on Prime is free for everybody, but just with ads. Uh, but you correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. I could. I don't know. I have Prime, so I don't know. <laughs> nothing Nothing that happens on the Bonsai podcast is researched or sourced. So <laughs> <laughs> take everything here with a grain of salt. At, at the beginning of all of our YouTube videos, it should say that. Mm. Well, our YouTube videos, it is researched. Not well. I don't, no, 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 no. I don't bother sourcing it. I mean the bonsai podcast. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> videos. Yeah, that's fair. Before we throw the gameplay up, just like a black screen with white text. Nothing on this podcast is researched or sourced. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it comes with a bunch of streaming services. Uh, obviously, like not the subscriptions. It comes with the ability to right. uh, have a streaming service. Omni Penguin just pulled up to the bonsai podcast drive through. What's going on, dude? Uh, we're dude, I'm, somebody I'm sh- else I'm playing payday with. I'm shitting on the uh, the Atari VCS right now. Uh, so basically, from what I understand, and and here's the thing is like you can get an OS on it. Uh, you can you know then like Im- like import games and stuff like that. But if you have a computer, there's literally no point. Yeah, and if it's you a collector's item, I guess. I guess because it's technically made out of fuck yeah the five hundred dollar Roku says Omni Penguin yeah <laughs> yeah like like if you don't have a computer okay and you're like oh man I could spend PS five money on a fucking Atari console with no I was games. gonna say it's it's literally if you, if you got the digital PS five it's like mm-hmm. the same price it's the same 
price. And I'll tell you what, that PS5 would definitely blow the Atari VCS out of the water. That being said, the Atari VCS does have a 4K thing on the front, so I guess it might be able to play games in 4K, whatever. Uh, oh boy, Mortal Kombat 1 in 4K. Yeah, right? <laughs> Streaming in 4K <laughs> in 4x3. Uh, Dude, what do you think the uh, the KF console uh, controller is going to look like? I'm really hoping that it looks like a chicken wing. I hope it looks like a double down. That, that'd be fine too. Because that's actually like kind of controller shaped. Yeah. Because the bread is chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh so yeah, so so the Atari VCS can go suck a fuck. Um it's black onyx version looks like shit. Like if you're gonna get an Atari console, get one with wood grain, you know? Like if you're gonna spend that kind of money to put something on a shelf and never use it, like at least get the wood grain. And if you're gonna spend that kind of money because you want a PC, spend it on a PC, dude. You can get a fucking decent PC for four hundred dollars right now. You know? Like, like really, like you right now, if you don't own a PC, you can spend $400 and get a PC that will play any PS3, any PS4 game. No problem. Promise. Because my old PC from 2016 cost 600 bucks at the time and can play all those games. Yeah, this looks dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. It looks like a piece of shit. It like, is a piece of shit. I mean, I, the the build quality is nice from what I saw in the reviews. The build quality is pretty nice. But but what I'm saying is, like, here, I'm going to copy this image, and I'm going to paste it in the Discord. Uh-huh. If somebody was like, this is going to cost me over $400, <laughs> that's, I would say... That's $450-something dollars. Right I know, there, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying I, I would be like... No, it's not, because I would never in a million years pay that much for a, a fucking brick yeah. and a joystick. And apparently the the controller, like the actual gamepad, the D-pad is terrible mm-hmm. from what is I Is that understand. a D-pad? That's a D-pad. It's just a circle with nubbies. Yeah, I see that. But it's That's like- not a D-pad. See, a D-pad has four sides that you press yeah or at least the, like four discernible sides like yes. the sega the sega D-pads. it's not a fucking circle it, yeah. it's it's a it's a pad it, it, it is a compass with four nautical directions <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah the atari vcs did, did you find a picture of the wood grain one because i'm pretty sure the wood grain one. Uh, let me let me let me see wood grain wood grain wood grain i think this is wood grain? Hold up. It's like old school Atari looking. Yeah, it still looks like shit though. Yeah. It just looks less like shit. Yeah, and it does look less like shit because, and I'll tell you why, uh, this this front panel here with the Atari logo yeah. on it, on the Onyx version, is glossy. So it's just staring you in the face and that shit's going to get scratched up. It's going to get fingerprints on it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, why are you going to buy a, re- a, a like a retro boner console and not get the retro boner part of it? Like, just, just... Also, the, the joystick doesn't have like a knob on the top. It's just like a cylinder. I guess so. That's dumb. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is dumb. That's, that's fucking stupid. People back. Why? This. Who? Ugh. I I know that I would not be this angry if if it wasn't for this fucking kin drink, 
Uh, but I am. I'm, I I'm, I'm was... extremely upset about this thing that I would never buy. I thought this shit was supposed to mellow you out, dude. I, well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, the Atari VCS. Uh, not That's so dumb. Good. That's fucking stupid. Yep. Why uh, every single joystick I've ever used for anything, I push it with the palm of my hand when I go up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like you don't, you don't push it up like forwards, like, like a, uh, like a car putting it into gear. You push up with your palm. Oh, that's you know Atari. I mean? That's, that's Atari. That's, that's just the way it's always been with Atari. You're, you're yeah, supposed that's to, stupid. you're supposed to put your hand on it. Like it, like it's a, like it's a, like you're jacking it. Yeah. 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 That's I, <sighs> the Atari I'm joystick upset. has never been great. That like, this one doesn't look good either. <laughs> yeah. And unless it's very heavy, it's probably not. You know what I mean? Because you have to keep that in your lap or hold it with two hands. You know what I mean? So you yeah. have to hold it steady with your left hand while you're like moving it around. It's ne- it, like I said, it's never been great. Um, but again, it's 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 for people that want the like nostalgia boner of having like an old Atari. Like I remember when I was a kid and I didn't know this was shit. Like kind of fucking thing. Or like you I know, it was a good games. nostalgia boner. Getting uh the Mario All Stars thing where you got Super Mario sixty four and uh and uh odyssey no, no not odyssey what was it and uh what the sunshine, fuck is the sunshine and thank galaxy. you <laughs> sunshine and galaxy holy fuck dude you're cracked out yeah uh, a little bit a little bit yeah God, you're scaring me about this shit i just paid no, it's, it's I great paid 66 bucks for this <laughs> i well remember i took a, i took one and a half doses Mm-mm. note to self I, I was trying to go for the uh if if it hits me, we will notice, and I think we have hit that. This is your Tyler on drugs, friends. I, I mean, listen, I Tyler's been on drugs many times. This isn't the best Tyler on drugs I can do, uh, <laughs> but it's probably the best one we're going to get on the podcast. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so. Maybe at some point, if if I uh, if if I ever find shrooms ever again, we can do a podcast on shrooms and see how that turns out. I feel like that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Dude, I am pretty funny on shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that you've ever seen yourself on shrimps is while you've been on shrimps. So it, I imagine true. you're funny to yourself. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I can't remember for sure if this was. Uh, My mom told me. I'm pretty me sure it was funny. a shrimp trip, but I'm pretty sure I talked about how to make the perfect sandwich for an hour one time. <laughs> <laughs> Did she know that you were fucking tripping? Oh yeah, we both were. You and your mom? No. Oh, okay. Did I say Sorry, I, I, missed, did I say I was I, talking to my mom. I thought you did. I no, may have gotten no, no, no. my joke and your reality mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> you just added that I was talking to my mom. Yeah. See, I've had two cups of coffee, so I'm I'm wiling out too. <laughs> oh, dude, that that reminds. So I uh. I was playing Dead by Daylight with um with some with some people uh from the Discord mm-hmm. uh the other day and I was drinking something and I was like fuck why am I so goddamn jittery it's like 11 p.m. right now and I realized that what I was drinking I didn't think it had caffeine in it. it did it had natural caffeine in it and I was like all right I'm gonna do something really stupid and I'm gonna try to mix this kin nighttime stuff oh with this caffeine and, speed- and see if it'll calm me down speedballed <laughs> speedballed on uh, Kim dude. Yeah, How'd I was like, go? let's let's see let's see if it'll calm me down. 
Uh, and, and I told them on stream, I was like, I'm sure that this is a horrible idea. It worked perfectly. What do you mean? It completely got rid of the jizzers. I calmed down. I fell asleep with no problems and woke up feeling great. That's impressive. Next yeah. time you should try ketamine and cocaine. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't, has anybody tried that? I'm going to look that up. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Dirk's just like, I've done it. <laughs> no way. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> Why not? I'm, I, I'm sure people have done that. I'm positive. Ketamine and cocaine. With mama works. too. The first thing is Sam's national helpline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with MDMA, not mama. That that's I can't tell if that's better or worse. <laughs> All right, Tyler, tell him about what else uh, you've been what else you've been playing. Have I been playing anything else? Th- those are the main things that I've been playing. I, I, I finished Ratchet and Clank. I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm on to the Vendi original Sin 2, and I've been playing Payday and uh and Dead by Daylight with people on uh in in the Discord. I see. I see. Yeah. That's what I got going on. Uh I can't think of anything else that I'm playing. I don't I don't really have anything else to play right now. Like I'm at this point where I'm almost tired of playing new video games. I just want to go and do something, but I can't because the world is ending. Still. Yeah. I feel Especially with this new strain that's coming in from Europe of uh, of COVID that is like resistant to the vaccine and and is like four times as catchable or whatever. It's we're gonna be in lockdown for a long time, people. Yeah. Doom scroll. I miss friends. I miss having friends. <laughs> okay, now your trip's going into a bad place. I'm gonna bring you back. Thank God for Reddit. Uh, mixing ketamine with cocaine? Question mark. I use Ket as my drug of choice for basically any event I might go to, and I don't feel it has the most negative side effects on my body when keeping myself healthy otherwise. But sometimes, when I get a bit too tipsy, I like to use a bit of cocaine to sober myself up, kinda. I was, <laughs> I was just wondering if you guys think that mixing the two drugs has any glaring negative effects on the body, or more specifically the heart. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I mean, your kidney is not going to be happy with you. Twelve comments. First one, me too, bro. That's why I'm trying to find info on it. (laughs) (laughs) I personally don't do it, but all my friends alternate lines of coke and ketamine, yet they're doing fine. They sometimes mix them together in the same bump, so I don't think it's too much to worry about. (laughs) But you should worry about mixing alcohol with coke, because you can get alcohol poisoning from drinking too much and not feeling as drunk, since coke sobered you up. Oh my god. Okay. This is like the worst echo chamber. It's a bunch of people who are already doing it saying, I feel fine. I'm glad all these fucking morons found each other. It's fun. (laughs) All 12 of them. It's fun, but the coke kind of sobers you up from the ketamine, and B-Ket kind of blurs the coke sharpness, if you get me. Doing coke and then ket after is good. (laughs) Smiley face. (laughs) I've taken coke and ket together plenty of times, but I was more wondering if there would be any glaring negative health effects of the combination together. Cheers. (laughs) Calvin Klein, feeling fine. (laughs) Can get to be pricey night, but out a wicked time anyway. Baking cakes. (laughs) It's okay. Basically, mixing doing drugs is bad, and mixing more drugs with other drugs is always worse well, also, for your body as a whole. <laughs> mixing any kind of up and down 
is just it's just a bad idea that's how you die yeah, your that's kidney how people will I fucking hate you <laughs> like yeah your, your kidneys will just also hate you like it, it it takes a lot to process poisons essentially and when you add more poisons you have to work it's not twice as hard it's like four times as hard oh, it's boy. basically ex- exponentially more difficult so it's like if you take one drug right your kidney has to work twice as hard to metabolize it right uh-huh, uh-huh. And in that, or it has to work hard to metabolize it. But then, like, let's say you, you took uh, MDMA and then you took, like, uh, GHB or something on top of that, which I've done, uh, then your your body is working four times as hard. And then if you put something else on top of that, like, let's say you're you're done for the night, so you are doing... Uh, let's just what, say what hypothetically... <laughs> Yeah, hypothetically, uh, like Valium or something to calm down. Uh, not your not, body is not working. What? Not a uh, Xanax. Not, not Lorazepam. Valium. <laughs> Z- Xanax to calm down. Uh, your body's not working like eight times as hard as opposed to like four. Like yeah. every single time, it, it exponentially makes it worse on your kidney. Not that I've ever done that. Not that you have kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> not not that my kidneys are dead. Oh boy. What I'm glad my druggy days about? are over. Video games. Video games. That's right. So, for me, uh, obviously I've been continuing to play Fallout 76 with Devin, having a good time with it still. Uh, and I just started a playthrough slash uh, lore through of Fallout 3 Game of the Year Edition on Twitch. On Twitch. If you want to be a part of that, it's twitch.tv slash bonsai pop. Um, so far, it seems Underscore, to be going good. Right? I, huh? bonsai underscore pop bonsai underscore pop twitch.tv slash bonsai underscore pop i don't have a schedule i just stream when i feel like it so if you're around come and hang out uh anyway so that is going to be a lot of fun took me five hours to get that game together uh fallout 3 is 2008 i believe and it ran on windows live which uh it doesn't exist anymore. So you basically have to break it out of windows live, which takes modding and then to get it stabilized takes modding. And then to get it up to 2021 semi standards takes modding. Uh, so I spent hours and hours and hours yesterday getting it all set up after I decided that's what I wanted to do to, you know, revitalize the Twitch. Uh, so I put a lot of work into it. Uh, first stream, found out that one of the mods that I put in made the game exponentially fucking harder. I'm talking like one hit kills, half experience gains, uh, like it it put me on hardcore mode. So I had to fucking like drink and eat and like do all this stuff that I didn't want to do. I'm just trying to do a a regular playthrough of the game with it looking nicer. Um, So yeah, so I fixed all that shit. So when I stream again, it'll be fine. Um, and then on my like um, in my free time, uh, I bought Need for Speed Hot Pursuit on the mm-hmm. Switch. So Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was like one of the best Need for Speed games from back in the day. Um, it's much more arcadey than your uh, modern day Need for Speed games. Like uh, <laughs> like my music tastes, I also have interesting tastes in video games. Uh, I'm mostly a, a one player adventure game type person. That's why I like fallout games and and uh skyrim and uh zelda yeah, mike never wants to play with me it's not that i don't want to play with you it, it's that 
I don't want to start playing with you. <laughs> See? So it's my issue with everything is that like once I start doing something, oh, I it's almost, a commitment now. It, once I, I, I almost inevitably enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's the right. anxiety of beginning something that fucking fucks me up. That's why like Dude, when it comes to editing. Could, uh, huh? I was going to say we could play uh, we could play Divinity Original Sin online. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm just not interested in that game. Uh, I know. I, I would like to go farther in Monster Hunter, like stuff like that. Um, Can but it's that. like, uh, even in even in things like like I don't mind like things like Battlefront where you just get launched into a into a a team or something like that because I just mute my mic and like shut it down. But when it's something like Fortnite where you have to talk and communicate with other people, like I just get nervous about it for whatever reason. Um. But again, it's like I always end up enjoying myself. Same thing with like talking live on on uh, Discord or something like that. Like every time we do a viewing party and I walk into the room with like there's 50 people in there. I'm always like, ah, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly like a solo uh, one player game type person. But I really like racing games and fighting games as well. But uh, racing games I've always enjoyed. Uh, so I have Need for Speed Heat as well so and i i played a lot of that and it was a lot of fun but um i'd really like the old school like fucking uh arcade racing games like burnout i mean burnout was one of the best game series ever released in my opinion um but need for speed hot pursuit was from that era the music kind of sucks i don't know if it's a newly licensed soundtrack i think it is it's not good but um you know i've been bitching about playing nothing on my switch for so long and the switch has been so vacant of like yeah, good dude. arcade racing games um that i was like you know what i'll get need for speed hot pursuit remastered on the switch and so far so good uh it's not what i would call amazing in handheld mode um though you, you do get used to it pretty quick and it's not like you know it's in handheld mode so the graphics are fine it's it, like right. it's not like you can see that and that's the problem though is that you can't really see that well uh so sometimes the collision detection is a little bit off or it feels a little bit off like you'll hit something that you didn't think you were going to hit but you get used to it pretty quickly and uh the game compensates by giving you um a pretty wide berth for what is uh near miss right so like in games like that if you drive close to an oncoming car or a car in your lane uh you'll get a near miss and it'll give you a boost to your nitrous Mm-hmm. you know so you can go faster uh it, it's pretty lenient with that i found out pretty quickly but i mean it's hard as nails just like it should be i mean like there you know there's races where it's like a time trial more or less like you have to get to the finish line in x amount of minutes and seconds and like even like this like the second one or the third one that i had to do i had to retry that like 50 times because it was like you cannot hit anything you need to take every corner perfect like if the if the game spawns the car in the wrong spot and you hit it like you just got to restart and like granted they're only like 2 3 minutes long but it's like it's nice to it's nice to play that again you can take down other cars which is always a treat uh, as you pl- when you play as a cop, it's your job to take down other cars as well. So this is one mm-hmm. where you can play as a cop and you can play as a racer. Uh, there's no storyline, which is nice. You know, like you don't necessarily need that in an arcade racing game. So mm-hmm. I've been enjoying that. If you if you like racing games and like me, you I find <laughs> Tyler <laughs> hates them. Uh, but if you find that the Switch is like seriously lacking, uh, fucking um, 
games racing games in particular well yes games but like i mean well the thing is like the switch it's starting to get like a really good backlog of arcade games fighting games neo geo games like that's what i like the switch for is is that kind of stuff uh particularly the neo geo classics the snk classics the capcom classics like all these classic 2d games i like to have them on that one piece of hardware um Mm -hmm. as far as the games that are released on switch and PC and PS4. I'm never going to get them on the fucking Switch, dude, because they look like yeah, shit. Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, it makes like, no sense. The only game that I ever did that for was Dragon Quest um Gorgeous Edition, Dragon Quest 11 Gorgeous Edition because it came right. with things that were not a part of the other releases at the time and I wanted to experience it that way. And I really enjoyed it on the Switch, but again, it's like Dragon Quest is a game that you want to put on the TV, especially that Dragon Quest. And when I was playing on the TV, because I had originally played it on the PS4, which is considerably underpowered compared to my PC, there was like, it just looked like shit, man. There was pop in, uh, the lighting effects weren't as good. Like the, the, the environmental effects weren't as good. And I know that like, there's a lot of people out there that quote unquote, don't care about graphics. And honestly, I was always one of those people because I was a Nintendo kid. Like I didn't really mm-hmm. care about graphics, but once you, yeah, because ex- if you, if you care about graphics, you don't play Nintendo. Yeah, games. exactly. But like, once you experience good graphics, there is a, a level of emergent, um, uh, Immersion. Immersion that cannot be replicated by an underpowered system. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you're running around a world and all of a sudden a tree just like appears. You know, it's it's like that just it fucks with your brain. It fucks with you. Yeah. Yeah, You're like, that's not supposed to happen. That's stupid. That's dumb. Now now that being said, there's one game coming out for the Switch that I am exceptionally excited for. Pokemon Snap? Yep, that's it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that's the one. 25 years been waiting for yep. that Pokemon Snap sequel, dude. I am so hyped for the Pokemon Snap. I said ages ago when the Switch first came out, I was like, if they're going to make a Pokemon Snap uh, 2 or something, this is the system to do it on. The handheld is literally a fucking camera. Mm-hmm. You can move this thing around. It's exactly like in the thing, and it, it, they could do something with it where you literally get to use this thing as a camera. Yeah, dude. If they <laughs> if they could actually like perfect a switch, kind of like insert switch here VR headset type thing for that game. Yep. That it would be it would be fucking amazing. I would like I agree. to be immersed in a virtual Pokemon world. Um, yeah, but I, I am getting that game. Like I might pre-order that game. You can pre-order it now. I know. It's, I'm it's, not going to yet, but sorry. I probably will. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm fucking hype. I'm hype for that. Like, I, I play through Pokemon Snap, the original, on the N64, like, once a year. Um, I've played through it so many times. I My ex-girlfriend was a fucking master of that game. It takes, like, an hour <laughs> to beat it. hundred <laughs> percent. I know, but, but, <laughs> but she knew how to get, like, everything perfect. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it is a bitch to like th- like you do have to play through each level a couple times. If you if you want to see a great original Pokemon Snap uh let's play, like Kevin and I did one on Tricycle oh like God. 6 years ago. Really? It's real funny. <laughs> is it kin funny or is it funny funny? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'd have to watch it, but I I remember laughing my ass off back in the day. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, go check that out on Tree School. It'll be buried way, 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 way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you wanna you wanna sort by oldest to newest. Yeah. <laughs> um 
But yeah, Pokemon Snap's going to be really good. And then I also got this game um, called Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, which mm-hmm. um, I'm excited. To, I haven't started playing it yet, unfortunately. I've just had other things to do, like spending five hours modding fucking Fallout 3. Uh, <laughs> but the um, special edition of the game is the same price as a regular Switch game. So I got that. Mm. Came with a gorgeous art book. It came with like a really cute Japanese charm, some pins and stuff like that. And uh, it's by Marvelous and Xseed, and those are the guys that do like Senran Kagura. Like I think that's what right. they're best known for is Senran Kagura. Which uh, if if you haven't played fucking Senran Kagura, what are you doing on an anime podcast, man? It's a game where you beat the clothes off of other girls. Um, it's also it's it's definitely uh, Semrin Kagura is very cringe. <laughs> I would say like the voice <laughs> acting is terrible. The storylines are always terrible. But uh, I mean, it's a game where you beat the clothes off of each that other. It's great. Reminds me. Yeah. Uh, before the next podcast, I want us both to watch X Arm. X Arm. Yes. Okay. J- yeah. Just just remind it's, me. It's it's a new anime this season. I've heard it's like the worst thing to come out in years. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Omni says which one on which system. So I got uh Sakuna on Switch. So I got the I got the Switch special edition. Um so yeah, uh I I got it on Switch because it looked like the type of game where the Switch wouldn't dumb down the graphics. Uh it is like there are 3D parts, there's 2D parts. Um and basically like you play as the princess goddess Sakuna and you're tasked with exploring and clearing the isle of de- or the island of demons and monsters while looking after a small group of like human characters. Uh, the art is really cool. It reminds me of like old school anime a little bit. Um, uh, it's split between two separate gameplay styles. So there's sc- side scrolling hack and slash platforming levels. Uh, and the action looked fucking sick. Like, like there were like combo chains, like all sorts of stuff. Uh, it, it looks really, really cool. I'm super excited to play it. Um, and then there's a farming simulator as well, uh, where you grow okay. rice in a small patty. And, uh, I believe the rice is used to like up your skills and stuff like that. And, you know, you, in the side scrolling levels, you explore and gather resources for the, for the, for the farming part. Um, and fight demonic animals and stuff and there's like a grappling hook it looks like it's a it's a blast to control so like um because yeah of course again you're a harvest goddess and also a warrior so it's really it's really interesting um so next time on the bonsai podcast i will be able to tell you more about it and my experience with it but uh you should definitely check it out also happy yeah. 20th birthday to wikipedia Nice. Good job, Wookie. Yeah, good job. Uh, so, by the way, I uh, b- just before we end this, because it's already over two hours, uh, I I just looked up the X-Arm uh, trailer on Crunchyroll. Uh-huh. Uh, it has almost 400,000 views and 30... Or it, it has about 4,000 likes and about 3,400... Or no, about 34,000 dislikes. It says it's from 2014. So is this... uh, I, I might have sent you the wrong one, but anyway, there, there is here. Here's the trailer for it, and it came out uh, on November sixth of last year. Okay, okay. So, so it, it might have been an it old is anime new. they got a license for. I guess so. Or either that, or the manga came out something on. But uh... it, but it, but the my anime list rating is a two point two out of ten. Sick. Why? <laughs> is it? Is I don't it know. Etchy. It looks like. I don't know. We got to watch it. it. It looks like uh 
It looks like red versus blue, but shittier. Oh, it's 3D? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, in 2014, Akira Natsume seems to have almost... To almost have a phobia of electrical devices while also being very good at diagnosing them. He resolves to change himself for the better and get a girlfriend like his older brother did. But then, Akira suddenly dies in an accident. 16 years later, a special policewoman and her android partner retrieve and activate a highly advanced AI and super weapon called X-Arm and put it into full control of their ship as a last resort. Turns out the AI is actually just Akira's brain! Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, th- this is this is our our uh, homework. Is we have to each watch at least the first episode of X Arm, okay, before next podcast. So yeah, so it aired in Japan in 2015, and it looks like there was three episodes. That what the f- I'm no, this is the manga. The, this is the manga volume list. The anime, the anime is coming out now. Uh, so there's yes. one, two, three, four, five episodes out right now of X Arm. So, yeah, we don't have to watch all of them, but just just at least the first episode. If it's that shitty, I'm probably gonna like it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it up. I saw I saw Isla uh, tweeting about it. Oh yeah, what would she would she have to say? I don't remember. I'd have to look. This anime uh, is Isla. fucking terrible. <laughs> Here, wait, hold up. Let me let me see if I can find it. What is anime uh, I've ever seen? Dead air tie. Is it? What? Yeah, I, dude, dude, shut up! I'm trying to find it. The air is dying. You, you need to, you need to do some shit. While I'm looking. This is dead air. Okay, okay. So, so far I've watched. This is Isla's tweet. So far I've watched a bunch of sequels from the season. You have to do it in a Scottish accent, Tyler. I can't hear. So far I've watched a bunch of sequels from the season, but the first original I've decided to sit down and dedicate time to is Exxon. I've heard things. <laughs> I've never seen an anime with 3D designs that understood 3D, 3D space less than Exxon. Also, the composition is atrocious. You can tell this was made by people who have never made anime, but have they even seen anime? That was awful. I'm so glad I watched it. <laughs> you got you got closer as, as you went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta get you gotta get your i need brain bleach after that but also i laugh so hard tears formed weird emotions <laughs> you gotta get what, what do they call it taps you gotta get your taps down yeah autumn tyler needs to do an entire, pod, an entire podcast in the accent we can do an irish podcast well this is all i say now irish people speak from the from the front of the oh, oh, she's scottish right yeah she's super duper scottish super scottish <laughs> you know, I had a Scottish coach once. He knew when it was going to rain because it hurt his hip. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, Irish people, Irish people have more of a, a front of the mouth speech. That well, let's uh, let's let, let's wrap it up, eh? Okay. <laughs> That's right, Canadian ass Scottish fuck. <laughs> uh, Listen, my 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 family moved around a lot when I was young. <laughs> Tyler, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. It has been quite the interesting experience. Uh, if you too would like to speak in terrible accent, uh, Tyler uh, endorses kin <laughs> <laughs> until you start bleeding out of your asshole. Um, and maybe even afterwards, who knows? Tyler's an interesting guy. Um, so hey, people still like Chipotle. <laughs> he has things to say. Tyler, where can they find us on YouTube? 
It'll be youtube.com slash bonzipop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this needs the end. Uh, it's twitter.com slash bonsai underscore pop. This is our Twitter. Instagram. It's just at bonsai underscore pop. <laughs> yeah, but if you're, you know, you can go to twitter.com. It's where you okay. find all the reliable sources on twitter.com. Uh, what about Instagram, Tyler? Uh, it's it's uh, Instagram or at bonsai underscore pop. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> find us on uh, Patreon, bonsai pop. Twitch uh, Patreon.com slash bonsai pop. Bonsai uh, underscore pop. Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, fucking Jesus. Okay, I can't, dude. I can't. Everybody. My brain. This has dissolved into madness. Seriously. This is Bonsai Pop. Signing off. Thank you all so much. Special thanks to all of our patrons and our peeps hanging out with us. Uh, the last ones standing are Dirks and Ekum. <laughs> Everybody else has had to leave because uh, they were bleeding out of their eyes, ears, and nose. And uh, we'll catch you on the flippity dip. Bye. Bye.